from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. I cannot believe that somebody spent $86,000 on a parking spot in Toronto. It was listed for 98000 Oh my God! <laughs> what? For a yeah, parking spot? It's at the, it's at the Soho uh, down on uh, King and Spadina area on Blue Jays Way. And yeah, somebody paid $85,000 for a parking spot. Which so that doesn't even come with a condo bro, unit. No, eighty. Sorry, eighty-five thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars uh, for a parking spot, which you can only compare it to other things that are ridiculous that people have spent money on. Uh, you know how condos have storage lockers in them? Yeah. Somebody paid twenty-two thousand dollars for a storage locker. Come on. Yeah. It's got to be way cheaper yep. to. Get a storage facility, like a storage locker at a actual facility for less than that. Gotta if you, be. If you live at uh, the Hazelton, the residences at the Hazelton yeah. in Yorkville, your condo fees a month, condo fees, not mortgage, not taxes, okay, your like. condo fees every month are $6,884. Get out of here. Come on. Those, that's the most expensive for condo fee though? in the city. I'm, ass- I'm assuming that it is like some baller apartment. Right, like it's got to be a really, really great place. Like it's, I'm sure it's the best suite in the building, but still, their condo fees are six thousand eight hundred eighty-four dollars a month for whoever owns that unit. That's nuts, man. That is nuts. So it begs the question, which is, what have you spent a ton of money on on that you immediately regretted? Now, if you have any opinions on this, or if you have a story, text us. But also, damn it, Maury was out on the street to find out if you have anything that you've regretted. Okay, you got to tell me, what is something you spend way too much money on, and you're like, what the hell? Well, our fur baby Penelope is uh, the most important thing to us. So we've actually had five commissioned portraits of her (laughs) from local artists around (laughs) Toronto. My favorite is the watercolor that we did a photo shoot uh, (laughs) pre-painting that we have hanging uh, as a shrine to her, which I believe um, was upwards of a thousand. (gasps) I tell most people that we got it for free because <laughs> of a relationship we had with her. Um, uh, but no, we definitely paid for it. Um, I would probably say there's a jacket that I bought last year. It was a wine color, like a Merlot color jacket. Ooh. And about a day later, I was like, why did I buy that jacket? I absolutely, I didn't, I thought I liked it. The next day I woke up, I didn't like it. It's totally impulse purchase. Uh, but yeah, that's the one. $600. Oof. It was a $600 jacket. <laughs> um, anything labeled like Gucci or Prada? You instantly regret it. I bought a watch for like over a thousand dollars, and honestly, I didn't think it was worth that much. Yeah, I haven't even worn it. To be honest. <laughs> okay, what is something you spent way too much money on? You're like, I regret it. Uh, actually, makeup. I always go to Sephora, and 
actually you go with for something and you go out with like many things you actually don't need. Mm-hmm. You have like six con- different concepts but all do the same thing. Okay, um, I basically buy like the same white sweater every single year. Um, I'll see a white fuzzy sweater and I need it and then now I just have a closet filled with the same sweater. <laughs> I used to spend like $30 but now I'd spend anywhere from like 80 to like 200 probably if I wanted a really nice white sweater. Okay, what about you? Um, I probably spent way too much money on my gym membership and I like never go. Oh God, like at least, yeah, probably like a thousand. It's like 400 a month. I literally do not use it enough to spend that much money on it. Oh, damn! That's a lot. That's a lot. Here's the thing though. Are any of those purchases... Uh, are they worse than what Maury has spent on things in the past? I don't know. That guy that he talked to that spent $600 on a jacket, he hated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the most ridiculous thing that Maury spent Maury bought on? Um, teeth in a jar but on I th- eBay. Yeah, for 10 bucks though. So I don't know if you regret that. Like That's 10 bucks. I think Maury, once he's already met Mariah a couple times, I think spending $3,000 to meet Mariah Carey after you've already met Mariah Carey is a waste of that's money. That's true. That is true. Oh, I agree, but that wasn't my decision. Whose decision was my that? My husband. Oh, was it really now? I think that that one, out of all the things you've spent well, uh, recently, money what on. about the $1,500 on the pumpkin art? Yeah, I don't regret that, though. No. You don't regret that at all, huh? No. How much did you guys pay for that curtain rod that you don't have curtains for? We spent $2,000. On a curtain rod? Yeah, I have an announcement to make. Yes. We just bought the curtains. No, you did not. They were on sale, so we spent... How much were the curtains? Um, so I have to give him six plus six, six hundred plus six hundred, so twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> so hold on here. Your curtain rod was how much? Two thousand. And the curtains were how much? Six hundred per panel. So okay. Two panels. So two panels. So two thousand plus the sixty-six plus six, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Holy what? math. Okay. How much is it in total? <laughs> $3,200. Okay, so you bought, you've spent $3,200 on curtains for one room. Yeah, but we'll see them every day. No, but seriously, don't goof right now. No, $3, I know. $3,200 yeah. for curtains for one room in your condo. Yes. Maury mm-hmm. Sherman. Yes, sir. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, no, totally true. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Leafs win last night, 7-4. Against Jersey. Let me let me ask you this. What? Hold on here. Let me see if I can find it. Who tweeted this? Okay. Austin Matthews there was by the a... way picking up a second career uh, hat trick. Okay. No, hold on here. This is part okay. of my question. Oh, okay. There was somebody. God, I don't know where it is. I don't. I want to give the person credit who tweeted it because. So, the tweet was. Austin Matthews gets his first ever three-goal game. I thought it was a second. But here's the thing. This is the first time he has ended a game with three goals, but he has had a game where he scored four. So the argument was, Uh, is this his first three-goal game? Or did he already have his first three-goal game in the game he scored four? Okay. (laughs) This is not his first three-goal game. 
According to some, it is his first three-goal game. This is his first hat trick only for a game. The other was a hat trick plus a goal. Additional goal. But to say that this is his first three-goal game when he's had a game where he scored four, is that accurate or not? I don't think I don't consider that last night being his first three-goal game. I consider, a lot of people do. I consider it being a hat trick. But the and argument is his, and the, and and his second hat trick because the first yes he scored four goals. The argument is is this Austin Matthews' first three goal game? That's the argument. No. He had a three goal game plus an additional. That goal. was a four goal game. Okay, so you want to focus on words? <laughs> well, no, I, I'm not. Okay, I'm not the one who made the claim. I'm just telling you what the debate was. This is... Is this Austin... Was that Austin Matthews' first three-goal game? Yes. So you that. agree? It is. Because his last one was a four-goal game. Okay, so if you had... But I still consider both games him scoring hat tricks. Okay, so let me let me let me say let me say this then. Okay. okay. If you Yes. If you on if you started working, right? Mm. And you got your first paycheck. Yes. At the end of the day, right? Ooh, I like this job. Okay. You got paid at the end of the day? Yes. Okay. Right? And I handed you a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Thank you, by the way. Okay. And then so you then go about your life, mm. right? Your first paycheck. Yeah, going to go buy a yeah. new pair of sneakers and a hat. You're like, woo, right? Baby, we're going out, we're going to Ponderosa tonight. Okay, and then the next day, you go to work. Yes. And you do a little bit less because you have other requirements. Sure. And I give you $50. Oh, I'd be mad as hell. Okay, and then you put the $50 in your pocket and you walk around. Would you say, man, I've never walked around before $50 in my pocket. I've never walked around with $50 in my pocket. Because yesterday you had 100 Yeah, yesterday was great. But, but did you also have 50 I mean, 50 made up that 100 But would you say that on Tuesday, that was your first time ever having $50 in your pocket? Yes. I would you say, would. Yeah, I'd be like, That's, I got 50 bucks. But the day before, you had 100 yeah, but yesterday I had a hundred bucks in my pocket. Yeah, but within that, so you also to have a hundred dollars, you have, have fifty dollars on yes, you. Yes, I agree. So what I'm saying is, I agree with both statements. <laughs> <laughs> my head was spinning this morning. It's the yeah. first thing I read. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> this is gonna ruin my day. <laughs> is that a three goal game or is it not a three goal game? Well, it's both. It can't be both. Well, one game was a four-goal game. Yes. Last night was a three-goal game. But you can't have a four-goal game without also having a three-goal game. I agree. So was last night Austin Matthews' first three-goal game? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Leo. 
Leo, we're like super interested in uh, in your story because Roz, Leo texted and said she's got like this insane ghosted story that happened to her over the weekend. Okay. So what happened? So I've dated, um, actually no dated. I met a guy on one of the dating apps uh-huh. and we exchanged phone numbers because mm-hmm. he said, you know, I cannot chat on this app. Let's exchange phone numbers. And he messaged me on my WhatsApp, which had a picture of me, you know, in a corner of it. And he said, oh, by the way, um, your chin picture looks a little bit off from the picture on the app. So I said, you know what? Maybe it's an angle of the picture. He's like, okay, let's meet for coffee. So before that, I sent him a few pictures of mine. And I kind of consider myself okay looking girl. I don't need to use a filter or anything. Mm -hmm. So I sent him my pictures of my body, of my face, you know, made sure I look kind of similar. I did the same lipstick for a date. He walks in Starbucks, <laughs> and I sat in a corner, and I waved at him, and I said, oh, hey, it's me. I'm right here. So he kind of did, like, with his finger, like, one moment, stepped out of the Starbucks, sat in a car, and drove away. Oh, and no! Oh, no! <laughs> and he messaged me, and he said, you look absolutely nothing like in your picture. I left. I'm sorry. Wow. But you seem to be like in pretty good spirits right now, Leo. You know what? No matter how much confidence you usually have, um, it kind of does get to you because like I said, I never needed to use a filter. I consider myself as a okay looking person and kind of proud of how I look. So it was just very discouraging. My theory is maybe he was chatting with many other girls. Maybe yeah. he confused me with someone. What? Uh, I what, don't know. <laughs> what did? What did he look like? Like was he? When you saw him, was he out of your league? You know what I mean by that, right? You know right? what? Yes, I do. Um, he kind of looked like so. He had a great physique, according to his pictures. Um, it was difficult to kind of say how his face looked like. He never shared his face picture with me, so I kind of he never shared his face picture what? with no. you. Oh, <laughs> no. honey! Did you ask him? You asked him, right? You know, I did not. Just because, again, I kind of felt uncomfortable. I don't want to be shallow. Um, I liked his personality. Yeah, on but a you messenger. took pictures of your face and you sent it to him. <laughs> I know, I know. That was a bit of a... <laughs> now, when you said that you were taking pictures of your body and showing him, what kind of body shots were you sending him? So I was actually just got back from my vacation. Yeah. So I was just dressed like summery, you know, because people are like, want to see how your physique look like or your height or whatever that is on those oh, dating apps. Oh, Leo, what you doing? <laughs> so you were, you were sending it him... It was just me posing girl, next to a lake. You were sending him <laughs> vacation pics, full body va- vacation pics, and he wouldn't send you a picture of his face? No. And then, and then he saw you and turned around and walked out? Yes, but so here's the thing. So he walked one foot in Starbucks, but the other one was kind of holding the door. So he was kind of like... <laughs> he wouldn't even commit to going all the way in? Oh, wow. No. <laughs> so what's the term for that? Is it ghosted or is it like David no, and that's just No, we're going to kick it old school, okay? That's just rude. So now I'm laughing at it because, you know, obviously all my friends and, and family were laughing at it because it is a funny story. But at the moment, it definitely kind of gets to you and you think... Did I look that horrible? But Leo, here's the thing, though. Like, you are, you know, you're lucky that you don't have this guy in your life because you don't need that kind of a person to be a part of your life. That's true. And you know what? And and I did a few dating 
things and you know everyone in the pictures looks slightly different mm-hmm. angle smile pose whatever that is mm-hmm. i would actually sit down with him have a cup of coffee you know and then if that's not it if i was disappointed message him and say listen it's still the connection thank you for the coffee mm-hmm. but that was so rude i just couldn't even come up with a term for this i'm like that's not technically ghosted but yeah, no. there should be a no. term now for did this. you delete him from whatsapp or <laughs> do you did, still chat with I him did. you did okay I good did, good did, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so what did so tell us for everybody else listening right now what did he miss out on um so he actually missed out on a very intelligent fun and well-traveled girl so he can he can I don't know what he can do I'm not going to be mean I'm, I'm a nice person <laughs> girl you are nice well thank you for sharing your story with us and thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha show thank you so much guys love you this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast hey uh Maury come in here for a sec it's uh it's, spe- it's spelling bee season oh is oh, it but I have a first a complaint yes and I mean no disrespect okay you used to call me and saying, my love. And you, the last three times, this oh, being wow. the third, you've not said my love. And kind of hurts a little. Interesting. Yeah. Do no. you want me to leave the room and you call me back in? No, my love, you can stay. <gasps> okay. That's uh, crazy is that he actually counted the times. I know. That you I haven't I actually said have a little post it at home weird. and I, when I go home, I Shut up, stop lying. Do you want to play or not? Of course, I always uh, like playing with you. Okay. See, again, it's not helping, I didn't man. mean that Honestly, to be like that. it's not helping, meant, dude. I literally meant I just it's like not playing helping, with man. you. It's not helping, man. This is why. I'm no, like, but you I'm like having her. Way. I'm like having her for Maury all morning. So yeah. let's get Maury on the show, have some fun, and then you come in and you like immediately weird. make me regret it. But what was so weird about saying I like playing with you? Uh, just about everything, I yeah. would say. Let's play. Just just about everything. Uh, so let me read you this. Can you actually pass this spelling test for gifted f- f- uh, first graders? Wow. Well, no, it says first graders. Gifted, so. though. Oh. Gifted first graders. I'm going to say by going through these words, these are, you're probably, for the average kid, these are like grade three. Three grade four words. Okay. And no pens, right? Let's go like with grade this four is a spelling words. bee rule. Correct. Yeah, let's go with grade four. I'm going through them right now. Uh, okay, Maury, mm-hmm. your first word is Wednesday. Wednesday. W E D N E S D A Y. Sorry, say it again. W E D N E S D A Y. W E D N E S D A Y. Wednesday. Correct. Because well, I, I spelled it correct earlier. Okay. Well, that's the Myself. whole. That's the whole point of a spelling, spelling bee. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maury, your word is believe. B E L E B E L E A F. Excuse me. Believe. <laughs> belief. Okay. Believe. Believe, Maury. B E L. Yeah. E A V E. Believe. No, incorrect. B E L. Yes. I know y'all heard him get Wednesday and you thought that this was actually going to go his way today, huh? <laughs> Not a- Okay. Can everyone shush? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. B E L. Yes. E E V E. Believe. Okay. B E L I E V E, Maury. But why is there an I? Okay. Okay. Shams was his mind in the other room. Okay. Uh, Maura, your word is daughter. Oh, D A U G H T 
E-R. Correctamundo. Ooh. Okay. Maury, your word is village. V. V-I-L-L-A-G-E. Correctamundo. Oh, wow. Maury, yeah. your word is smiley. Okay. S-M-I-L-L-E-Y. <laughs> Try again. S M I L E is smile. E L Y. Smilely. Smilely? S M I L E Y. Okay. Uh, Maury, no. Maury oh, your, yeah. your word is hypothesis. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury, before you answer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're going to ask me to use it in a go, sentence. Go ahead. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. H, okay, hi, H-Y-P-O. Wait, hold on, my mind's going too quick. H- <laughs> That is impossible. Hypoth, H-Y-P-O-T-H, hypothesis, I-S-S-T-H-I-S-S. S-S-I-T-H- I-S-S. I-S-S. Okay. Hi- so as more spelling... <laughs> Thank you. Please. Yes. I'm writing everything down. I'm not allowed to write it down. Okay, I'm very curious. Hi- as to- so the way Maurice just spelled out hypothesis yes. is what I wrote down. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Can I try again? Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Okay, maybe is it H I? P-O-T-H, hypothesis, I-S-T. Hypothesis? No, he just spelled hypothesis. Hypothesis. H-Y-P-O-T, hold, H-Y-P-O-M? H-Y-P, hypoth, H-Y-P-O-T-H, hypothesis. Hypoth, I S I S T. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Right. H Y P O T H E S I S. Maury. Oh, if I only I took out the E. And okay. The T. Finally, we'll leave you with this one, Maury. Okay. okay. Uh, Maury, spell spaghetti. S P I spaghetti. S P I G E T E T T. I T T spaghetti 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 give it a go S P I G E T E T T I yeah spaghetti you just spaghetti this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Discover Transat's family collection of hotels in nine sun destinations. Uh, This collection features hotels offering special family perks that you are definitely going to want to take advantage of, such as solo parent options, extended kids club hours, so that you, the parents, can enjoy a romantic dinner on the beach. And uh, resorts that let kids stay and eat for free. Yeah, plus Air Transat does have kids club to make flying fun for everyone. Sign up your kid right now if they're between the ages of 2 and 12. Uh, It is absolutely free. When you get to the airport, there is a dedicated family check-in counter. This is if you sign your kids up for Kids Club. Uh, Priority boarding. Even in economy class, the kids get a goodie bag and so much more. Go to airtransat.com for all the info. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
If your mom's pissed off today and you live in the city of Toronto, I'll tell you why. Because it was announced yesterday that uh, Bon Jovi and Brian Adams are going on tour together. <gasps> they are? They are. It's like 25 shows. However, the Toronto date, Friday, July 10th at Scotiabank, yeah. is one of only two shows on the entire tour that Brian Adams is not doing. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> How are they supposed to do that slow hip movement exactly. to everything I do, I do for exactly. you? Exactly. So if your mom's pissed off today, oh, that's no. why. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Meghan Markle, has she already signed a deal with Disney? Hold on, what? Yes. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, so that, okay, what so she, she's going to do a voiceover for a Disney cartoon. Now, apparently okay. this deal was done before they announced that they were going to be stepping back from royal duties. So it's not like... Is she allowed to do that, though? Before they make the announcement? Yes. So what happens is this, is that they made the deal on the basis that Disney would make a donation to their charity Elephants Without Borders as opposed to giving her a paycheck. I think that it's her getting a paycheck that is unroyal-like. Um, but apparently the deal was done ahead of time before they made the announcement. But I thought of so much about this. And the only thing that makes sense to me as far as why they want to do this is that she was in that sort of acting world mm. before she married into that family. And when you're in that acting world, you have dreams, which is you want to be famous and you want to be loved and you want to, you, you, everybody wants that stuff. You want to win awards. You want all this, all this kind of stuff, right? And when you're sort of hanging around and you can walk onto a red carpet and see Beyonce and Jay-Z and everybody else who is these, these ultra famous people in this world, yes, they deal with all the crap. They deal with the scrutiny and they deal with the paparazzi and they deal with the racism and they deal with all this stuff, but they get incredible benefits out of it. And for Meghan Markle to go and live in that palace, in that world, and deal with all the things that she has to deal with. All the crap. And not get any benefits from it. Right. Of course you're going to dip. Of course, of course, you're going to dip. It's got to be at the bottom of that totem pole, yeah, too, it's right? All about, it's all about, listen, if I'm going to go through hell, I'm going to bloody well get something out of this. Yeah. And as long as they're living on that property, they can't get anything out this of like it. Ne- what because it's about to do duty. It's like next level clout chasing. Yes. Right? Yes. Listen, you can it's chase the ultimate. Yes, you can camp out in front of my house and call me fat and take pictures of me with my top off on vacation and everything else. But you know what? If I'm going to live my life and go through that, I'm going to get something out of it. Because right now I'm getting nothing out of it. Yeah. Nothing. Except help cr- from the queen. Cross my legs when the grandmother walks in the room. Who the hell do you think I am? The queen. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did uh, Harry and Meghan rent the U-Haul yet? Well, the summit happened yesterday, the Queen's Summit, where Harry was there, Charles was there, William was there, and Meghan Markle phoned in, like on a conference call, like what you do when you're... you're FaceTime or Skype. Sick from work one day. (sighs) But uh, the deal is, it looks like the Queen, publicly anyway, is going to go along with this and try and make this transition smooth of Harry and Meghan wanting to sort of 
distance themselves from the royal family and their oh. duties of the royal family. So today, today, she said this yesterday. Today, my family had a very constructive discussion on the future of my grandson and his family. Uh, my family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to yeah, create right. a new life as a young family, although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family. We respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. So mm. who better to comment on this than the queen herself? Philip, stop measuring Harry's bedroom for a pool table. Hello? <laughs> hey, queen. Hi, queen. It's Razamoka. So the the summit anyway. I get a sense that we're only hearing sort of the, the the spin, the message that you want people to hear. But we get a sense that there's other things going on behind the closed palace doors. I shook my family tree and a bunch of nuts fell out. Okay. Wow. Um, so in that two and a half hour conversation that you had with Charles and Harry and while Megan on the phone. Did Megan uh, say anything? And if so, what did she say to you? You know, when I call a family meeting, I turn off the house Wi-Fi and wait for everybody to come running. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, okay. you know, you do know the Wi-Fi code. Uh, you said this yesterday, quote, I want to quote you, uh, uh, Queen. You want to uh, what to me? I want to quote you. <laughs> okay. You said this, Harry and Megan have made clear that they do not want to be reliant on public funds in their lives. So what is the plan and will you still be paying for them? You know, I told Philip I wanted our kids every other weekend and he reminded me they were were married and lived together so I'd have to see them every day. Wait, was that a joke or an actual story? <laughs> wow, that's a sad <laughs> statement. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the stick to the one-liners, yeah. okay, Your Majesty. It works. This whole thing works better that way. Don't get too deep with us. Uh, you said that these are complex matters for your family to resolve. How has it been working with them? My family is so dumb. They think seaweed is something fish smoke. <laughs> Sounds like you smoking right now. Queen. Uh, are you going to miss Megan at all? What's the difference between calling your boss or calling? An annoying relative like Megan. What? With the boss, you get paid to listen to their nonsense. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, see, this is Throwing the shade. I, I knew the truth was going to come out. I knew Throwing I the knew, shade. I knew the truth. We got her at the gin time, you know. Hey, I know uh, Prince William was a part of the meeting as well. Did he say anything to Harry and or to Megan to maybe convince them to stay within the royal family and stay living in the UK? I read somewhere that 35 is too old to still be living with your parents. It was on a note I left in Harry's bedroom. <laughs> oh, Harry's technically your grandson. So. Uh, what about the, uh, the the story that came out that the, the boys had to, I guess the men had to denounce, which was the idea that William had been bullying Harry. Whenever I eat out at McDonald's, I love to have a Happy Meal. So I leave the rest of the royal family at home. 
Wow, it sounds like the queen really hates her family. Yeah, right? Um, queen, is there anything else you would like to say about uh, Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family, moving to Canada? My family tree must be a cactus because everybody on it is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> the queen, everybody. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. All right, he's on the phone. Now, we're going to bleep his name, okay? Yo, it's Razamoka. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Yo. All right, listen. Before we say anything else, okay? Okay. If after today's FML, you hear from anybody that says, Hey, we want to work out a TV or movie deal on this situation in your life, you tell them yeah. no because Razamoka have the rights, okay? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so... <laughs> She wrote us this, Roz and Mocha fix my life. Now, if you're listening to this right now, stop what you're doing. Do up the windows, tell the kids to be quiet, all that other stuff. You have to hear this. This weekend, I discovered my girlfriend of five years was marrying another guy. We were intimate together, obviously. She slept over at my house two days before the wedding and had sex with me. We went on vacation together. We spent special occasions with each other's families. We went and looked at condos together last week, and we have been trying to have a baby for the last couple of months. I crashed the wedding reception and handed her belongings to her parents, her underwear, her dress, her toothbrush, etc. The last time I saw her family before the wedding was a week prior when I dropped her off at what I thought was her home and I had a conversation with her dad and brother in the driveway. I thought it was a completely normal relationship. My question is, how can I ever trust someone again? That's your only question? And... You provided us with a picture of the two of you guys together and your dogs. And you also provided us with uh, screenshots of text messages back and forth between you and uh, the your ex, I guess. And they're, yeah. they're, they're graphic. They're sexual. Uh, they make references to her wanting to have a kid with you. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this sounds like a normal boyfriend-girlfriend conversation. But you said that these were sent back and forth between the two of you on her wedding day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you check the dates, you can see that. Okay, so, so how yeah. did you find out? Mm -hmm. so pretty much, she told me she had like a work event on Saturday, and <laughs> um, I wasn't really, I wasn't really buying it. Right, it sounded um, kind of sketchy to me. So I kind of looked up the event she was talking about, and it turns out uh, the event was on Thursday night. So then I started getting. Like really, really suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> I went like on Facebook and stuff, and I noticed her whole family had blocked me. And uh, I don't know. I just started digging from there, and then I noticed she had blocked all these people on my Facebook account. Like she went into like my settings, I guess. Um, and I had never blocked these people. Oh, so she went into your Facebook and started blocking people that may be talking about her upcoming wedding so you wouldn't see well, it? Well, they all had the same last name. It turns out it was um, his mom, his sister, and his aunt. So how did you find out the, like the venue and that they were actually getting married over the weekend? In one of the Facebook posts of his family, it said like a um, uh, wedding was happening this weekend. <laughs> And my sister end up, ended up finding um, with the location and, like, a wedding invitation. So the day of the wedding, you show up at the reception, you got a box of her crap. You yeah. walk into the reception, 
And you go straight to her or you go straight to her parents? Right when I got there, her dad locked eyes with me. Yeah. He like completely shrunk because he knew what was up. And he kind of like went to the family table and I guess there was like a little bit of commotion. I guess he was telling them what, like I was here. So he sent his wife and all she could say was, um, this isn't the place. And I was like, what do you mean this isn't this place? This is the exact place. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole family knew. Yes. And like she was texting me like we were going to hang out the next day. It's crazy. The day after her wedding? (laughs) Yeah, well, she actually said maybe later tonight, but... The night of her wedding? (laughs) (laughs) So, did you not, like, hang... Did she not have friends that ever came over or anything like that? So, she had, like, a... She had, like, a best friend that I met, like, a few times, but, like, I kind of, like... I don't know. I didn't think, like, much of it, like, her not having many friends, like, I guess. And so... But this other guy, the guy that she ended up marrying, he had no idea? Or did he know? Like... So well, I, I need no, to know why know, so many know, people were involved who all knew I, she was getting married to somebody but were still being cool with you. So my family, like, went nuts. And we all, like, let his family know. And we sent them all the evidence. And all they've been doing is blocking us. Hold on here. How long were they together then? Um, so I knew of him as, like, being her ex six, seven years. Like, I have no idea. I thought <sighs> they had broken up. So when you met this girl, she said, I have an ex-boyfriend. And then you start... No, to- I, oh, I've known her. I've known her for like... She went to elementary school with me. Like, I've known her. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. You know her your yes. whole life, bro. Yes, man. And so your question to us was, how can I ever trust someone again? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> In any other sort of circumstance where somebody just got cheated on or whatever, we could give you the whole, you know, the whole rap about how it's yeah, going to take, <laughs> take some time. This is such an isolated, freakish incident that I wouldn't let what this woman... Uh, did to you affect any other part of your life yeah, other you than can. other than what's natural? I wouldn't let let this affect your trust with anyone. And then again, the the text messages back and forth between the two of you guys, which were quite filthy, by the way, uh, but know. but but ended with her giving you uh, the pregnant lady emoji. Uh, and, yeah. and saying, you know, w- encouraging you that you guys should be trying for a baby. And again, these were sent to you on her wedding day. Yeah, Have you tried like, showing up at her place? Oh, I'm like, no. I, like, I'm not trying to get, like, arrested or something. You know what I mean? No, no, no. no. Like, to get that, yeah. that face-to-face conversation going and to find out exactly how it is she played you so hard and like why like i'm just like i'm trying to avoid like a huge blow up you're never going to get closure you're never going to get the truth that's something that you're going to have to deal with that's something you're going to have to get over trust issues and whatever but getting over something like this that somebody could do this that somebody's capable of this that's going to be the tough part yeah yeah wow anyway uh yeah yeah. good luck so good luck (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate the words guys (laughs) There's no chance that she's going to call you in a couple of weeks and say that she's carrying your child, right? I don't know. Like, the last time we tried, it was Friday morning. (laughs) (laughs) The day before her wedding. (laughs) I'm I'm really scared. (laughs) Damn, what a wild story. All right, thanks, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Um, shout out to the rest of Canada that gets to listen to the Razamoga show. Uh, Kiss 1027 in Kingston, Kiss 1053 in Ottawa, Kiss Radio in Vancouver, and Kiss 917 in Edmonton. And I was looking at the weather in Edmonton, and 
with the wind chill, it's going to be minus 39 out there. It's not right. That's not fair. It's not right. Edmonton, we love you. And we can say that that's yeah, not fair. Yeah. Um, but let me read this to you. Some nice people in Edmonton. This is on uh, Reddit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And the headline or the subject line is uh, Edmonton's Heart of Gold. And this person writes in, so last night after driving a bunch of people home, a black truck couldn't wait for my car on the icy roads on the off-ramp. Uh, couldn't wait for my car to regain momentum. So he cut me off. And I may have reacted wrong, but I slipped and went into a ditch and hit hard into something. So clearly me trying to be careful didn't go well. Oh, wow. But I just want to thank all the amazing people who have helped me out of this ditch in the freezing cold, nonetheless. One gentleman even came from across the road, which is pretty far from where I was. Though I can only hope that the black truck will get his karma. My car's a write-off, by the way. I'm so grateful that there are so many amazing and helpful people in our city. Thank you so much. Jeez. What happened? Explain it to me. I always hear that, that something's a write-off. What does that mean when your car's a write-off? What does that mean? Oh, like well- if... I was going to answer, but yeah. clearly our uh, our car nut, <laughs> oh. our car junkie's walking okay. in here to, to explain. All right, gearhead. Okay, so it. a write-off is clearly when something would nah, cost... No, 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 not clearly. No, no, no. What, what is, is it, it specifically? No. Specifically, a yes. write-off okay, let me Let me give you the scenario. Okay. Or scenario, depending sure. on how you prefer. I've never heard scenario. Ever. So it goes like this. Let's say you have a 2008 Camry that you still owe six grand on, okay? And you crash it because of a snowstorm into a bank and like this person, you hit something and your car is now a write-off. In that situation, what does that mean? It means that it would cost more to fix it versus just buying a new one. But what happens to the money that you still owe on that car? Oh, you'd still have to pay that off, but it would cost more on top of the six grand to fix the vehicle versus just getting a new one and paying that off. Like would so, you rather spend, you know, 6 grand to pay off that car plus the well, I guess what, whatever what payments is it, on but the what new is car. but what does a write off mean? What is the term what what does that mean to write something off? It would total like it would just cost so much to repair the whole thing. It's just but, it's but what a are ridiculous you write, amount of but, but what are you writing off? I think that that's like an old age term based on right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like say, I don't know. Should I ask no, a fourth no. time? Should I ask a fourth yes. time? Yeah, please you have do. the yes. inab- you are you not capable of saying I don't know to something. It's frustrating when you're trying to dig the idiocy out of me. <laughs> for who? You? <laughs> please tell me that's not frustrating for you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like a write off. Like like does insurance pay for the whole thing, and then do you still have to pay for the, insurance the remaining? Insurance paying for the whole I, thing. No, no, no. What I mean is, and then your insurance premiums go through the roof, but like who pays for the extra money that you owe on that car? There are three texts that we got at 925555. When the cost of damages are more than what the car is worth. That's what I said. Reads one text. I understand that. Uh, Another one says, uh, so, hold on. Insurance is writing off the balance. Somebody else says, a write-off is when the damage exceeds the value in a black book. So the black book is what they go to to check the value of your car when they go to write it. Okay, but what does the write-off mean, though? That's what I need to know. Look, like, who pays for it, they're writing it off the docket? Okay. Meaning, it is it's a write-off. Meaning, they're it is write, written off like a race. <laughs> <It's> no longer <laughs> there. You understand what it means? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, also oh on God. the on the docket yeah. made its way under the show today. 
No, but what I'm saying is that who, if you owe six grand left on that Camry, who pays the six grand if that car no longer exists? Like, do you have to pay the that insurance. off, or does insurance pay that insurance off? Insurance pays. I'm pretty that sure off. it's insurance that pays that, right? But then, I mean, you still then your premium for your insurance, but goes they're up. not going to repair it. They're, like the six. No, grand I understand is that, but yeah. what is the write-off? Is what I'm trying to determine. They here. It's six. They, they pay know. the six thousand dollars and they write it off, meaning it's written off <laughs> of existence. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter how many literal. times you, you say it, right? Man. I know. Just explain Again, it. Again, nine two five triple five. Somebody said that insurance is writing off the balance. Okay. Thank so there you. you go. So That's right. the answer. So, but then your your premium insurance goes up. Go way, but way up. Yeah. Unless so it's your you're first in a time. Lose situation. Unless it's your first time, you're allowed. My dad says you're allowed one. My oops. dad says you're, you're allowed <laughs> one. What? You're allowed one oops. One oops. <laughs> <laughs> is that the official term? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, Mocha, Katie. How are you guys? Good, Katie. What's going on? All right. I work in insurance, and I used to work in the write-off department. Oh, So maybe I can help you guys out. Before we get into this, Katie, okay, the term write-off gets thrown around a lot. Like, I've been out for dinner with people where they grab the bill, and they're like, don't worry, I'll write it off. Like, the the term write-off is, like, people are very willy-nilly with it, but when it comes to something, a car, like a car that you still owe money on, I just don't know what that means. Yes. So when you still, like, Maury was half right. So we'll give him that, okay? Half point for Maury. Um, so a write-off really is when your vehicle costs more to repair than the blue book value, really, on the vehicle. So what we will do is give you the blue book value. And if you still owe on that, that's on you. So yeah. if you owe $6,000 and the value of your car is, let's say, 4500 bucks. Mm-hmm then it's up to you as the, the owner after you, the insurance company, gives me the value, the 4500 then I got to come up with the extra fifteen to pay. Correct. And the reason why that is, honestly, we don't know what your percentage is when you finance or did you roll over the, like a roll over the loan or whatnot. So we're not going to pay off your loan. We'll pay off what the vehicle was worth. So if you roll over your loan, that's on you. Because right. believe me, if you guys paid off the loan, people like Maury would be driving into guardrails. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a protection thing, really, uh-huh. for all of us. Smart. I don't know who thought of that, but they're smart. Um, the government. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> the government. They're the ones that make the rules, not us. Right on. <laughs> Katie, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. No problem, guys. Have a good one. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're going to head out to Manitoba in a second, Roz. Yeah, the Manitoba chicken lady. Um, <laughs> Family Feud Canada last week, Eve Dubois. If you have not seen this clip, we'll play it for you in a second. She came up, the the game was a tie, and was the first person to answer this question, got it right. And the question was simply this. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken! (laughs) Oh, my God. Show me chicken. (laughs) No. uh, Spinach, Sherry. Yo, the confidence, bro. In her answer, she was like, "I got this." It's a hell of a way to get famous. It really is. And uh, apparently, Popeyes has given her like a ton of money and free food too. Wow. Uh, so let's head out to Manitoba right now, Mocha. Hey, Eve Dubois. It's Ron Mocha. How you doing? Good morning. How's Chicken. life out there? <laughs> How's life out there in Manitoba treating you? It's crazy right now. Yeah, so you're the chicken lady now. I guess I am. Yeah. How's that, how does that feel? Um, It feels great. I mean, 
it's definitely like crazy right now, but I I mean it's it's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> when when fame happens like this and you never know when it's going to happen, yeah. you know. Uh, mm. you see it now that you're in it, now that you've got this from something like that, are you yeah. happy with how you became famous? Or do you wish I it mean, was like, do you wish it was something else? Like I would it would break my heart right now if I found out that you've been somebody who's been pushing your own music career for like twenty years and then all of a sudden you say chicken on television and nobody cares about your C D anymore. <laughs> I know it's insane. Um, honestly, I never thought that it would be like something I'd get famous for. I mean, it's just—it's honestly unreal. It's still like weird to go and people yell chicken at me. It's like, oh yeah, I'm <laughs> that's what happens, man. So or they'll always ask me to do like a little chicken dance. I'm like, oh really? Like right now? So Eve, once the uh, the Family Feud Canada episode aired yeah. on, I think it was Thursday night. Um, yes. How quickly did your phone blow up from other friends and family? Oh, um, it was going crazy. But then the next morning, because I didn't think it was going to be like that big of a deal. Mm. But then the next morning when I woke up, I was getting phone calls from radio shows. Like it, I was up till 5 a.m. for like the whole day because of how crazy my phone was. It's like I put my phone down for two seconds and then I missed something. Here's where I would go crazy in this situation is if had I recorded that show where they were like, hey, what's Popeye's favorite food? And I and I did a sexy chicken dance, right? And, yeah. and got the wrong answer. You still had a good while before that episode actually aired, right? Yes, it was like, I think, it, I believe we weren't allowed to say anything until the day um, it aired. Yeah. So I'd say it was about a month. A month. See, I would go crazy. Were you not going nuts or did you just not care? I mean, I, mean, I wanted to tell all my friends, like, oh my God, guess what we won? But like, um, it just, you had to, right? It was like, we had to not say anything. It was making me go crazy a little bit, but I had to. <laughs> but knowing that I embarrassed myself, not that you embarrassed yourself, but that's how yeah. I would feel I did, right? I would feel, I would be so obsessed with my failure that I wouldn't have been able to sleep that whole time. Oh, honestly, I thought I, I had the W, like I thought I won, I, so I wasn't embarrassed at all. <laughs> <laughs> so other than the phone calls that you got from like friends and family mm -hmm. and like the media and stuff, did you yeah. get any phone calls from companies who were like, hey, we want to get in on this. This is a great opportunity for us to, to kind of team up. Yeah, I have a couple of people that want me to do a chicken parade in uh, summertime. And I also have a couple uh, car companies that want me to do commercials for them. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right? yeah, Chick chicken. So, oh, my God. So do they want you to be like, Nisa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They want me to like promote them, and I'm pretty sure they want me to say chicken. Like, yeah, has Popeyes reached out to you? Uh, yes. Yeah. So Popeyes, um, all the, there's um, a Canadian uh, Popeyes, I guess, and they wanted me to go to their store and kind of just like promote them a little bit. Mm. I also had one of the managers offer me a job at Chicken or Popeyes Chicken. Right. Um, and obviously, I'm like, okay, the only job I take there is being the owner. You know. So the headline was that Popeyes gave you ten thousand dollars worth of free food. Yeah. Is, th is that true? <gasps> Yeah, they did. Um, so I have to just redeem my voucher. It's oh, a lot of biscuits wow. and gravy. That's a I lot. I know, right? Oh. So much chicken. That's a lot <laughs> of chicken. Chicken fingers from Popeyes. Oh, oh my God. So good. Oh, yeah. wow, Eve. I'm set for life. Uh, well, thank you for being so wildly entertaining. And you know uh, that we could not let you go without you. <laughs> And I don't know if you're standing right now, but if you could stand and do the dance, that would be great. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Go for it. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you, Eve. Yes, of course. You're the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me ask you a question here. Go. Uh, coming up, which I guess is the Monday after Super Bowl, is one of the Mondays or one of the days where people most often call in sick. Fake sick. Oh. So I shouldn't tell you that I haven't, <laughs> haven't been feeling well <laughs> the past couple of hours. What are the other days where people most often call in fake sick? Okay. So number one, number one sick. on the list. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you number one on the list because you will never get it okay. because it doesn't apply to us. It applies to other provinces and then places in the States as well. But the number one day where people call in sick, fake sick the most often is December 26th. What we call, what we call boxing day okay. because we get it as a holiday. Most places don't get it as a holiday. You have to actually take that as a holiday. It's not a stat most places. So I'll give you that one. What are some of the other things on days on the list? So it's the day following an event. Would like the Monday after March break count? Um, no, not on the list. I was going to say Christmas Eve. No, the day after a major event. Like it's usually the day after something major. <laughs> so, you, so something big happens and yeah. then the next day so you're like, oh God. the is Super Bowl Sunday, everyone takes the Monday off. Right. Or sorry. Calls in sick. Calls in fake sick, yes. Could you say day after the Grammys? No, not on the list. Why? You can plan on getting lit at the Grammys? <laughs> what kind of television? Boring ass life you got. Jeez, man. <laughs> okay, what about, so I would say in the States, yeah. it would be July 5th and maybe in Canada, July 2nd. Okay, okay. Um, let me go through these with you. Okay. The day after St. Patrick's Day. Oh, oh yeah, good yeah. one, good one. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you're always super lit. Uh, yes, and you're right. The first Monday after the Fourth of July or Canada Day. What about in the states? The the Monday after Thanksgiving. Uh, no, because they get the whole week off ahead of time. Oh okay. Uh, January second, which is a lot of people are oh, still yeah, hung over right. from New Year's Day, oh, and if that January second yeah. falls on like a Friday, nobody's going to work Isn't that, that the day. Worst. Oh, the worst. Number two on the list was the Monday after Easter. Really? Yeah. Because that's not an actual holiday, right? Like Good Friday is the holiday. Yeah. But there's really no such thing. They call it Easter Monday. But it's still got to work. It's still a working Monday. It's still a working Monday. So a lot of people call in fake sick after Easter Monday. Wait, but are schools still open on Easter Monday? I don't think so, No, schools aren't, but we still work. Mm. Right? Here's the best one on the list. Wait, wait, okay, hold on. Okay. So we went through... Easter, we went through St. Patrick's Day, we Super went through Bowl. Super Bowl. The day after Halloween is also another big one because oh, really? people party hard on Halloween. So Could you say Halloween, the day after your own birthday? Uh, no, these are specific days. Uh, okay, so, and then you already said Boxing Day Boxing and then January day, 2nd. Yes. So what are we missing? <laughs> you will never get it. What are we missing? Hold you, on, I'm going through all the months. Yeah. Oh, the day after Valentine's Day? Nope. No, okay, not Valentine's Day. Nope. You'll um, never get it. You'll never get it. March, April is Easter. And it's May- so oh. high on the list. Uh, um, um, after uh, the after May 2-4. Nope. No, okay. <laughs> after whatever this, the U.S. version Again, is. these are May. the days where you're most likely to call in fake sick. And the way that they've put this list together, if you're just joining us, is think of an event... And then the following day, you're going to be like, oh, God, I can't go in today. And then you call in fake sick. Is it a sporting event? No. It's not the day after the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Nope. 
Okay, what is it? Just tell the me. The day after Mother's Day. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Too much Swiss chalet. <laughs> right? You're all bloated. Too much Swiss chalet. <laughs> but not. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did the um, person who won the $70 million lot of last week? They never came forward yet, huh? No, that I know. one I, ticket that was bought in Brampton? Jeez, I'll tell you, man. I lose so much interest after I find out that I haven't won. Oh, like, wow. are you like, are you sitting around looking for the picture of the guy like with the giant check? Like, do you ever stop on that when it comes through your timeline? For this? Yeah. You would, huh? Yeah, absolutely, because <laughs> I want to know who won that money. Uh, it's, I'm, it's out of my life now. Um, out of my life. I don't know. Jackpot on Friday was a measly $33 million. Nobody won that. These peasants. I won a free play. So tomorrow is uh, 40 mil. What? I won a free play on uh, Friday's draw. Because did you, was that a rollover? Did you win anything? You didn't win anything no, from the but then, early So week. I played again, Yeah. and I won a free play. How much did you spend? $21. Okay, so how much did you spend earlier in the week? $21. So so you're $42 in now mm-hmm. on a free play. But it's not a loss because I carried over to the possibilities of winning next time. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the most optimistic way to look at lottery uh, that I've ever heard. So hold on, explain that again? Which you don't, you don't consider... <laughs> <laughs> he forgot already. <laughs> okay, so you were $21 early in the week. For the 70 20, million, yeah. yeah. $21 at the end of the week. Yeah. How much is that now? 42 $42 in. You just came in here like you were holding the cup because you got a free play. Yeah, and big, I, so big I, winner. I cashed so, that in and paid for Encore. Okay, and so you don't think that this is a loss? No, because I just it's putting money on the pot that I could win back. Like I don't look at losing a lottery like losing because you could always win again or you know win next time. But you're $42 in already. Right. To my seventy million dollars one day. So, like, do you look at the seventy what? million? <laughs> okay, but what if somebody else wins? Then I'll win next time. But then they just won your money. No, no, my money is just moved into the next pot. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't because even make sense. Every time you buy another twenty-one dollars, it's your possibilities to win. And if you do eventually yeah, you're win, you're still your in the minuses, million. though. Yeah, but when you win seventy million, then you can minus the. 700 however you put money no put in. that's not how it works no but it's a good way to think about uh, gambling no it's a good way to understand why you're broke <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at this half full right <laughs> you look at money like I've never met anybody else before who looks at money that way money that you don't have like you think that that is still your money just waiting for you right yes the, thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast so that guy who won the 70 mil in Brampton didn't want to talk to anybody, huh? Because I guess you have the option of not doing not doing press. Yeah. Kind of sucks. I want to hear somebody go off on winning 70 mil. I mean, I wouldn't talk to anybody either. We all know that. <laughs> you do everything to avoid showing up to that OLG office and be like, yo, can you guys just e-transfer me? Oh, uh, I would. I would I would just assume I would sign the whole thing over to Catherine. And have her go get it. Just like I do when I need hamburger buns. Yeah. <laughs> babes, please, else. Babes, please, I'm so tired. Yeah. Please. I had a on. really long day today. Dude, come please. on. Just please. Please. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, okay, well, if you're going to get hamburger runs, get a hot chicken too. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, please. please. I'm, I'm so, so tired. tired. I'm like sore. <laughs> <laughs> 70 million. 70 million. Yeah. yeah. So uh, his, that uh, Alden Lewis, 49 years old. That is the Young perfect age right guy. there to win $70 million. Yeah. It really is. That's a perfect age. And also, what does he do for a living? He's like some financial guy too, yeah. right? Hold on here. Let I know yesterday out. he said that uh, he said he's going to invest some of the money. Yeah. And which is smart, obviously. Yeah. Invest some of the money and do some traveling, which is great. But God, man. He also, they say, has a reputation of being a lucky guy. Winning a car last year. What? And first and second prizes in a workplace holiday draw. Oh my, you know what? Like this, don't do that, right? Don't do that. When don't you, rub when it you, in everybody's no, face. when you win 70 mil, right? Don't go there and go, oh my God, I can't believe it. $70 million and I won the office raffle last week. Yeah. Right? And I won a car last yeah. year. Don't do that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> don't do the, don't throw the office raffle in there. That's dirty at that point. That's when people I'm stop liking you. No way. I'm glad right? he did. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if uh, part of the reason why it took him a week to come forward yeah. was because he wanted to line everything up yeah. like with work and maybe change his phone number. Yeah. Here's my thing with that though, with waiting, because a lot of, and I know you're supposed to, you got to like settle your affairs. You got to line up the accounts. You got to get the financial people in place, everything else. And so I understand why people do wait. But my thing is this. Yeah. If I had at home the ticket that I knew was worth $70 million. Yeah. In those five or six days where I'm planning everything. You'd be so paranoid. I would be so paranoid. Yeah. I wouldn't leave the house. I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow anybody to put the lights on. No chance of electrical fire, first of all, right? No lights, no heat, no nothing. Yeah. Okay, we're doubling up on jammies and we're all sleeping together, <laughs> right? It's going to be cold, but also, the tickets... I'm keeping my eye on everybody in this house. Exactly, my ticket. exactly, but the ticket's going to be safe. Like, I don't know where I would put it because if I left it on a shelf, if I put it in a tin on the shelf, yes. I, would, I would say no less than... 2,000 times per day would I check the tin to make sure the ticket's still in the tin. It would drive you nuts. It would drive me seven crazy. Days straight. Yes. Yeah. It would drive me nuts. And I understand that that's part of the process, but you have to do it. I mean, I know he's used to it with the office pool and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's a lucky pants over His here. His Oscar picks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about similar to what, like, it would drive what me you crazy. I'll go mad. I was thinking if I had that winning ticket, where in the house would I keep it to make sure that it was yeah. completely safe? Oh my God. And you have like a, you have a hyena in the house. You have a toddler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, the, the people that we bought the house from. You know what from, I mean? But you right? jam fingers all over it. I hey, know. dad, let me say, no. We are the, the people that we bought the house from in the basement, in the furnace room. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Forget it. Never mind. You're not going to give up your hiding spot? No. <laughs> I was just about to give up some very valuable information. Nothing, nothing, nothing. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Yo, Sarah, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Oh, good. I like the name Sarah. <laughs> it's right. Courtney. You just said in your text message you didn't want to use your real name. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Courtney, I was trying to help you out. Well, anyway. 
So Courtney, real name Courtney, uh, said, I won $100,000 last year and I went the next day to pick it up and I had to wait four hours to get the money. Oh, that's ridiculous. So was it like off scratch tickets or was it like just picking numbers um, in the lottery? It was Forty-nine, the encore. Oh, you got the encore. Yeah. And what? So why did you have to wait so long? Procedure, I guess. They had. I sat in this room for like three hours. Yeah. And then they brought me in and they interviewed me, and it was like so intense. Like the questions they were asking. They're like, "What does your brother-in-law work for?" What did your dad do? Really? Well, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, they were they oh, were like interrogating you? Yeah, but not really interrogating. They're just making sure that I'm the right person and I don't work for OLG retailer or or the casino. Oh, oh I gotcha. To make you, sure that there was no like friends and family clause yeah. and all that stuff. All right, all right. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. so you went through the whole process and what did you wind up doing with cuz at first when you when you realize you make 100 grand, you're like that is a life-changing amount of money, but you really can't change your life having just won 100 grand. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Uh well, I paid off my debt. Good for you. And then I bought a house. Good Smart. for you. Smart. And then I went on a few vacations. Oh, nice. Good for you. So do they have to give you uh, one of those giant novelty checks so they can take a picture? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay. And then what? Then they gave you like a regular check or do they just like e-transfer you? And they no, just they, got, they don't e-transfer you. They don't, huh? What do they... What no, so after all of that, after the interview, they bring you into this marketing room and this marketer like will ask you all these questions and then they'll take the photos of you, give you the big check. And then you get to keep that big check, but I don't know where mine went. Uh, <laughs> and then they bring you to the receptionist desk, and the receptionist just gives you the $100,000 check. And then you immediately went to the bank and, and deposited the money. Uh, yeah, I had that train ride home. I was so scared someone was going to steal it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. See? Paranoia course. sets in. That's what we were so saying. Paranoid. Yes. See, if that were me, though... I would, and I don't know who you bank with, but I assume, Courtney, like all banks do this now, when you have the mobile app, you could just do the deposit where you take a picture of the front and back of the check right then and there. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I went no, to the bank. I don't trust no, that. No, I would have done that do right that. away. No, I don't trust that. Right away. No, I've never put do that. Pretty, you can't do that with $100,000. I'm pretty sure there's a limit. Yeah, how do you know you can't do that with $100,000, Maury? Oh, because when I've deposited a $25 check, it says oh, limit four hundred. Oh, <laughs> Maybe that's just your account because you're like forever in the reds. Yeah, no, that's crazy though. Yeah, see, I would I would be paranoid as well. I'm a paranoid guy normally, and that would drive me nuts. It would drive me crazy. Yeah, I was so scared. I was like, I was holding my purse so tight. <laughs> well, thanks so much for sharing your story on the Roz and Mocha Show. No worries. Have a good day. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You got a beard? I do. I got a beard. You do. It's a very nice beard. Thank you. According to a new study, women, women. Yeah. Uh, women prefer men with beards. Really? As they're seen as more, quote, dominant and attractive. I will say that my wife, Jenna, prefers me with a beard. She said, I like you better with a beard than without. Really, huh? Because for the longest time, I had a uh, mustache and goatee. Yeah. And then I wanted to switch it up and I shaved everything. Mm-hmm. And then I start to grow the beard. So she's seen me in all like three different levels of facial hair. Yeah. And she said she prefers facial hair. They say, though, from the same study, 
that women who prefer a shaven face, yeah. a clean shave, they were found to be most afraid of parasites such as ticks, crabs, and lice. Oh. So they don't like a beard. Because she thinks you're think disgusting. They, she thinks you're disgusting because yeah. you got crabs in it. Yeah. And lice. Ah, oh, gross. <laughs> Does Catherine like you with your beard? Yeah, very Better much. Better than clean shaven. Very much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the couple of years that you've had your beard, yeah. I actually prefer you with a beard. I don't even remember what I look like without a beard. With no beard. To be honest with you. I really don't. Really? No, I have no, no recollection of it. How long has it been? Like three, four years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, since, uh, since before Trudeau was elected. Oh, okay, so about five years. Yeah. Right? Since before Trudeau was elected. But yeah, so they say that uh, dominant and attractive is the beard. Wow. Yeah. It was a big deal. It's a big deal. And I, uh, when you can't grow a beard, I watched a video on YouTube the other day where these guys were sitting in a barber chair yeah. and they glued like fluff on their face and then trimmed no. it up and then trimmed it up with a razor so it looks like a regular beard. Because they can't fully grow facial they, hair? Because they, they have patchy, because they have patchy beards. Right, so guys will go in and they integrate what little hair that you have in your own face with these fake beards. Like How people do they are do going that? through great. Wait, like people, like if you think it's only ladies with the, uh, you know, the eyelash extensions and the everything else. No, dudes are sitting in barber shops and having beards glued to their well, face. The hair coming from? It's like it comes. It's in a bag. It's just like a big bag. It was a big bag of like black curly hair. And this dude was sitting in the barber chair and he took a white pencil and drew lines on the guy's face. He mapped it out. He mapped it out, right? Yeah. No joke. Okay. He mapped it out and then he put glue on the man's face and then he just stuck all this stuff on. And then shaped it out? And then shaped it out. But like what happens when... You wash your face. You have to take a shower. I don't know. I don't know. Like, does it like mat down to your face and like fall off? Yeah. Like, what if clumps fall off? I don't know. What, like, How long does it what last? If, what if you sweat, right? Yeah. And your beard starts falling off, and you're at a meeting, or you're, you know, at a <laughs> like, you know, on a first on a date, date, a first date picnic. You know, like what like happens you're then? Out. Yeah, what happens? I don't know. But people go through great lengths, right? Huh. Like with, with all of this preparation that men and women do, there's always room for mistakes. And I'm right. sure there are a thousand stories of people who have tried to pull something off to make themselves more attractive to only have it go horribly wrong, right? Your beard falls off. Your beard falls off. <laughs> okay. Excuse me, sir. You drop your beard. You know, like, <laughs> your beard falls off. The, the, the chicken cutlet in the bra fall, pops out over dinner. Guy doesn't know what the hell's going on. Like, I'm, like it's, there's so much room for error with how perfect we try and make ourselves that there has to be a thousand stories. But yes, people are gluing beards to their face. <sighs> I can't believe that. And then you just shape it out. And it's like, a, it's like when guys, like I could always tell, I remember when I was a kid, I had suspected, I suspected that a friend of mine's dad wore a tube, right? A yeah, I suspected it. Really? Yeah. And you saw? One day I watched them swim. <gasps> and it fell off. No, 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 no. I've never seen somebody try and keep their head above water like that before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So nobody in Pickering got superpowers this morning. Isn't, yes. that, isn't that how that's supposed to happen? Ah, it takes time, bro. <laughs> Hold on. I wanted to do something here. I got to call Maury out on something. Maury, uh -oh. Maury come in here, please. My oh, love. no. Hold on. No. Everyone in Pickering so far is okay. Yeah. 
So we all know. We'll get to all that stuff later. How it happened and why it happened and the the alert and everything else. Yeah. Okay. So here's. I, I also have a theory. Okay. So uh, damn it, Warren. Hello. Hi. Good day to you. Um. So here's I'd, I got to call you out on something more. Uh oh. So uh, Maury's tweet from yesterday. Yeah. Re- reads this. What a way to wake up. I read the bottom one first because he posted both the um, the alerts. Okay. And there's no way to read the bottom one first when it comes through. I, well, I, okay. What a way to wake up. I read the bottom one first. Crap my pants for no reason. Thank God it went from a oh no to an oops. Hashtag Pickering. This was sent at 9.53 a.m. Okay. There is no way, Maury, that you got this alarm and it woke you up. No, I didn't wake me up. You said what a way to wake up. No, what a way to wake up. I woke up, looked at my phone, and it was on the thing. I never There's said There's no the way that you read the bottom one first. Here's why I read the bottom one first. Because I was lying in bed yeah. and grabbed my phone. Yeah. And the the main, I guess, alert is longer. And the way you're lying in bed holding the phone over your face, the bottom one's closer to your eyes than but the top Mark, one. But Mark, you screen grabbed it. That's my like, that's nobody, my screen. Nobody would read the bottom uh, yeah, one yeah. first. I no, read, read I, first. But I did read the bottom no, one first. There's no, there's no you read way. the first one. I understand you want to tweet and be a part of it. Hashtag Pickering, right? But there's no way you read the bottom one first. To say you read the bottom one first makes no sense. But no, but I did read the bottom and then I read the top and I was like, oh, okay, all is good in the world. But no, but you nobody would ever do that. But I did. I, I'm not I, nobody. I, 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> you can tell. You know what he did. You know what he'll watch the Joker this weekend. So now he's all. Like the, 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 the laughing uncontrollably, the I'm not a nobody, right? I'm not a nobody. You will listen. You will listen yeah, to no, me. when I get notifications on my phone, I always. Nobody reads the bottom yeah, one. Yeah, you first. always read whatever's on the top. <laughs> no, but I read the bottom first. No, no you don't. No, you yeah, liar. To talk. Why? But no, I don't understand why you Here's why I read the bottom one first because even in email chains, the yeah. older emails are at the bottom, so you read the bottom first to see how it all began. You literally just said you read the bottom one first because you were lying in bed and it was the one closest <laughs> to your eyes. Yeah. Get your story straight, man. How many different excuses are you going to come up with? Lies. I just don't understand why you have to lie about everything. No, but I'm not, but this time. You lied about this You lied about Pickering. I'm going through the Pickering stuff, right? Okay? And I'm like, there's a lot of people lying. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Like, there's a lot of people lying. Yeah. Like, like everyone that works for that power plant. Something went down. <laughs> something went down where like yeah. you, like somebody's lying. And I still feel that way, right? But Maury, you see this story and you're like, I got to get in on the lying? Yeah. No, okay. In fairness, this is the one time I'm not lying. <laughs> uh-huh. This is the one time. <laughs> Even that's a lie. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The monsters have not been released from Pickering yet. No, that's true. The power plant. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy that says that there's more guan in, in Pickering at that yeah. power plant than they want us to know. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. You watch the latest know. season of Stranger Things, right? Yeah. You saw what was oh, happening wow. in the basement there. Sorry, hold on here. You think there's a portal? There's something. <laughs> there's something. There was the threat Stop of it. a mind flare or a demigorgon being released. Right. That they hit the button. They were like, emergency, get everyone in Pickering out of here. Right. And then they contain the monster and put it back in. Let me let me just run one philosophy by you. And it's also something- Cloverfield. <laughs> okay. Let also me- Godzilla. Okay. 
let me run one philosophy by you. Okay. Okay. And I started living my life this years ago, and it's made me a much happier person. Whenever there is potential for conspiracy to present itself, Mm -hmm. like the Pickering Power Plant, okay, Jeffrey Epstein, all this stuff, okay? Whenever there is an opportunity to go deep into conspiracy, to try and piece everything together and make it all sense because there's so many unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. Like all of them. I automatically switch gears and assume absolute incompetence. Like somebody slipped? No, like, yeah, like a series of mistakes by incompetent humans. Human error because of incompetence. I am therefore much, it's much easier for me to process Pickering when I just assume incompetence as opposed to a portal. (laughs) I would never sleep again (laughs) if I started assuming things like a portal. My life is so much easier when I assume incompetence in situations like this. So like on a Sunday morning, maybe an employee that was partying a little too hard the night before was standing there at the meters, writing down the numbers, and was like, oh crap, this doesn't look right, let me hit the button. Yeah. Something. And then called the boss and was like, yo, yeah. my bad. I did the math wrong. Thank you. Incompetence. As opposed to demigorgon wormhole Godzilla's. The upside down. Thank you. Overfield. Yes. Yes. I would not sleep ever again. I would not sleep ever again. But it would be kind of cool, though. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It was not a good night for the Raptors or the Leafs. No. Raptors lost to uh, San Antonio, 105-104. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan, used to play for the Raptors, now plays for San Antonio, scored 25 points on us. Uh, We're in OKC on Wednesday night, and Leafs were embarrassed in Florida. 8-4 loss. We play Jersey tomorrow. That's crazy. Now, I want to play for you what... Mm-hmm. Um, Freddie Anderson, Leafs goaltender. Because what he got pulled up by, he got pulled after four, and then the other guy came in and he let in four, right? Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. So here's Frederick Anderson. Tell me you haven't heard a sadder player ever. Oh no! Like this guy sounds really, really okay. sad. Okay, go for I it. I actually feel bad for him. Oh, okay. No. Well, God, when you feel bad for somebody. <laughs> I don't think I uh, had my best game either. I think uh, well, I want to be able to make saves uh, in, in big moments early on, and I wasn't good enough today either. So I think uh, I think once they got the lead, we started maybe playing into their hand a little bit and uh, maybe forced some pucks uh, when we really needed, didn't need to. And, yeah, game got out of hand, I think. <laughs> it's at that point where I would have been like, Yo, man, dog, it's okay. It's okay. It was just one game. I know you feel bad, and I can hear the pain in your voice. I know. <laughs> Let but... me give you a bro hug right quick. <laughs> like, I actually feel bad for the no, guy. No, I know. I, uh, I can't help but find it. Like, and I, I, you wrap your whole life up into it, and hockey is your entire life. And, and it, it doesn't even have to be hockey. It could be anything. But... Um, I always find it funny when somebody is very upset about something they take that seriously. <laughs> like, I really do. You know what I mean? Like, there's. N- I love when athletes cry. 
Like not from winning, but from like losing. Like I, oh my God, I love it. I get such joy really? out of watching somebody crying for losing a game. No, oh, it's the it's one see. of the last great pleasures we have in this world. I'm the, to, I'm, I'm the complete opposite oh, where I just feel so feel bad not, for them. Because I feel like, nothing. To me, I hear what they're saying and I'm yeah. like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they gave... 100%. It wasn't good enough. Yeah. And they just feel so bad that they suck so much. <laughs> no, I know, but it's After still, giving 100%. You don't, you don't find it funny that like a grown man, <laughs> his life almost in tears because they lost a game? I mean. It's funny to me. <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Right? It's, fun, it's funny to me. Uh, but no, you're right though. They got destroyed last night. Yeah, like destroyed. That? Like I I, I think feel, wasn't it like the second period? It was like 7-1. Oh no, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really, it was not good at uh, And what was the rap? Who did the Raptors lose to? San Antonio oh, by one point. God. I think that in basketball, when you yeah. lose by one it's point, tough. I don't even know how that's possible. I would to rather lose by lose, one point. I think I would rather even one or two points. Yeah, I like three or more. Yeah, is in my mind accept, acceptable. Yeah, losing by one yeah. point is quite embarrassing also it's very difficult in basketball to lose by one point one point it's like when oh you start oh my god like when, when you I start doing cl- the math right it's when i like- saw that clock running out i was like <laughs> guys just like score one at least yeah 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 especially when like you know it's very easy to get one point in basketball yeah right like you have to do some you gotta like go well, out of your way night, apparently you gotta go out of your way to only get one yeah you know what I mean? It's basketball. They couldn't do that. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The average couple, they say, has 72 arguments a year about their home. Wow, really? Yeah. 72? 72. A the year. most common argument is what to spend money on I or how much count to spend. On my hand, the amount of times Jen and I have actually had an argument, we've been together. Like almost ten years. Yeah, this is these are seventy two. Just about the home, though. Wow, right? So style, gadgets, all that stuff. Like the what do we need for the house? Style was number one wow. of the seventy two arguments. Uh, eight happen in stores. Thirty nine happen in other public places. Ten happen in front of family or friends, and f- only fifteen happen at home. So most times you're arguing about the house. You are not actually at home. Fifty eight percent of people uh, they said uh, sometimes don't offer their opinion because they don't want to start a fight. So they just like sort of let it go. Like there's a lot you ever of letting see go. People like in stores or whatever, like couples have arguments. It's very awkward. Yeah, I love it though. Do you? Oh my god! I feel yes. like I walk by. I may go yeah. to the aisle that they're in and pretend to look at something because right. I want to be nosy, right? To hear what they're arguing about. Oh my god! But it's always something like just so dumb, and the way some people talk to one yeah. another it just astonishes me. But it's me. never for me the arguments that I see and the ones that I'm most interested in aren't arguments where it's two people who have very passionate, strong feelings about something. The arguments that I see most are somebody getting yelled at because they don't care enough about sheets. Oh, oh that's you know what I mean? I, it's about, it's about not having an opinion as opposed to having an opinion. We had an argument last night because I spilled cinnamon on the floor and I was accused of not caring enough about the condo. Right. Because like, if you're going to spill, <laughs> spill cinnamon on the floor, ruin the hardwood, you clearly don't care yeah. Yeah, you about don't, our you home. Savvy, no, you animal. Yeah. You animal. No. Yeah, no, you're right though because I did see one here an argument at like Home Depot yeah. where one husband went 
asked the question, and this yeah. is what led to the fight, his answer was, I don't care. Yeah, no, you can't but do I, that. But most of the time, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> yeah. An yeah. argument in aisle six ensued. Yeah. But, but I will say this, that your partner should know well enough that you don't care. Yeah. Right? Like, don't ask my opinion on something that you know I have no opinion on. But no, but on. then if, you, if they don't ask you, then it's going to come up that, well, why do you never ask for my opinion? No, 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 no. But that's fine, though. Like, here's the, here's the trade-off with that, okay? Is that if you don't care about drapes, mm-hmm. right? If you really don't care about sheets, if you offer no opinion about sheets, you've never once brought up what kind of sheets you like. When the time comes where new sheets make their way into the house, you can't complain about the new sheets. No, no, you have no right? say. No. My answer is always the same, yes. which is, do you like it? Oh. Does it make you happy? But like, about what, though? If it's something like drapes, right? Right. If you ask drapes, your wife if drapes make her happy? Not if they ha- make her happy. I'm like, <laughs> like, do you like them? Yeah. yeah. Like, you would like to see it in the house? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm great with that. Yeah, yeah but if, awesome. if something makes her happy, like Matthew bought gray sheets. I don't like, I think they're ugly, but he loves it. He thinks it's very masculine and you- adult. <laughs> and I say, but <laughs> Martin, things the stain way you gray describe sheets. your house, it looks like, it, it sound, to me, <laughs> like it sounds like a, like a velour sort of, you know, bougie after dark nightclub with yeah. cinnamon sprinkled all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Ron Zamoka. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Uh, what's your name? Brian. Brian texted this morning, Ross, mm-hmm. and said, day two off to the new job. It's in Cambridge, so I get to uh, so I get you guys most of the way. 2020 is going to be great. Loving the podcast as well. Hashtag smooth, cool, boomer. Wow. That was a very positive text that you sent in to us, by the way. Thank you. Well, not all of it. How do you know he's talking about you? What if he's talking about himself? Listen, please. Brian, you're hashtag smooth, cool, boomer. Were you talking about yourself or Ross? Oh, definitely Ross. Yeah, oh. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the new gig that you have, man? I'm at a car plant in Cambridge. Oh, okay. What are you specializing in? I was told I'm in the welding department, so oh, it's nice. all new to me. Nice. Are you are you a welder? No. Oh, so oh. you're going to learn how to weld and then put a car together that some human's going to drive with his family? Well, I learned yesterday that like 96% of it's done by a robot. Oh, uh, okay. We kind of just give the robot the part. Right. So you're a it's robot's assistant? <laughs> Pretty much. And then the robot brings me parts, so it's kind of cool. Right. So one robot brings you parts, you take those parts and hand it off to another robot? So, More or less. So you just, you went and got a new job and like the first thing they did was introduce you to your droid? Pretty much. That's wild, man. <laughs> no. That's yeah. so wild. We're doomed. <laughs> I had an argument with my brother the other day where we were talking about autonomous cars and self-driving cars and um, my opinion that I think that if you have a self-driving car, you shouldn't get a ticket if you're sitting in the driver's seat reading a book. I think that's the purpose of self-driving cars. And my brother turned around and said, self-driving cars and accidents aren't the problem. It's human drivers that are the problem. My brother's already at the level of let's get rid of all human drivers. Oh, wow. Like, he wants to give all control to the robots. Really? Yeah. He's ready for yeah, it. he's ready for it, man. <laughs> uh, so what is it like going in there to work and you just, like, see just, like, robots doing everything? Because we don't have that here. Like, we have a lot of computers that run a lot of things that people used to run, but you don't physically see, like, robots pushing buttons and doing the work. What's that like? Well, I actually haven't been on the floor yet. This is all in videos. Okay. It's been orientation for two days to learn the company's ways and whatnot. Yeah. But the videos they showed was all robots. Do they teach you self-defense or some sort of uh, weapons training in case the robots start to take over? Not yet. I was thinking the same thing, though. It's a little (laughs) scary. Yeah. Do the robots have names? 
I, I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, oh. Could, could you imagine having to fight a uh, like a robot that has a welder? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not fair. They warned us about the tips of the welder, like how hot it is. So that's like a very concerning to me. Yeah. <laughs> a robot gets their hands on that. Yeah, right. Brian, thanks so much for your text. Uh, we appreciate the fact that you get to to listen in the morning and <laughs> you get to to enjoy the podcast whenever you can. You never ask who my favorite is. Come on. <laughs> Brian, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? Ross. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. Hands down. Wow. Why? He he takes everything so well. It's awesome. I do. It's like, yeah, how you're to the point. Well, you carry on sometimes, which kind of makes it good, too. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have asked why. I don't, I don't, I don't need to know. I'll take the win. I'll, I'll take, okay. I don't know. I have a feeling this is just a massive troll job. I know, anyway. I know. I don't want to know because uh, it's, it's only going to hurt my feelings. I, I, can, I, can, I know how this ends. No, it won't end like that. Don't worry. Yeah, okay, That's cool. what she said. Thanks, Brian. We got to go. <laughs> Later, man. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, watching those videos from Vancouver is hilarious, huh? <laughs> All that snow, people like on uh, can't deal cross country skiing. Yeah, on the no, you can't deal. And they're and, and and as a city, they're not prepared. They have no idea what to do. No, well, you usually go for a morning run at this time. Yeah, but it's it's wild because to me, like I we've seen snowstorms and you see what it does to streets and people and your commute and everything else. But even looking at those pictures, I'm like, oh. that's not a lot of snow. It's like a it's a decent drop, but that's not like. It's not, not shut the city down. No, right? it's not cancel schools and school no, buses. No, but, but that's what that's happens like when you leave a little extra early, right? Yeah, that's what happens when you don't know, though. When you have no idea what you're doing, and like I'll go out there because there's parts of Vancouver and Victoria that look very much like the sort of Northern California coast where you have, it's very hilly, it's very beautiful, it's on the water, and you get a lot of these houses that were built onto like cliff sides uh-huh. where these driveways are on like a 30 degree angle. Like there's some really treacherous driveways. And, and, I, and oftentimes when I'm driving through LA, just instinctually, I think to myself, God, how do you do that driveway in the winter? And then you realize, oh, there's no winter. Yeah. So it's fine. You Easy. Can, you can have that driveway here. You drive slower. Yeah, because it doesn't, <laughs> because it doesn't snow. But every now and then, because they have those same types of driveways out west, uh-huh. and it rarely, rarely, if ever, snows in places like Victoria. But you still have to deal with that then when it does. Like there are people who, like the, even the idea of taking the car out of the house is an impossibility. Even with an, like a, like an inch of snow, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do it. You would slide into the ocean. I was chatting with somebody, uh, just texting, who's in Winnipeg right now, yeah. right? And this was last night, and I just like, out of curiosity, looked up the, the weather, because I was like, hey, how's it going? And they yeah. were like, oh, it's cold as balls, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they have like an extreme cold warning. Oh, no. In Winnipeg, Manitoba. So for example, today... Uh, it's going to be minus 24, right? With the wind chill last night and today as well, minus 40. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Catherine's got a friend up in Yellowknife. That ain't and right. And she was writing her where she's like, it's going to be minus 38 for the next six days. Oh. The sun the sun comes up at 10.30 in the morning and sets at 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. What are you going to do for those four hours of sunshine you get? Right? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. No. no I couldn't do that. No. I couldn't do so that. So a little snow this weekend, I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> you think? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Oh, did you hear this? That Gigi Hadid was summoned as a potential juror in the Harvey Weinstein trial? What? Yeah. Aren't celebrities exempt from that? No. I guess not, huh? No. It's just like you get the letter, man, and you show up. Oh, Do you remember right. when I showed up with eye shingles? Yes, and that was last year. And, and everybody thought, no, it was two years ago. And everybody thought that I got excused because I was... Uh, I thought it was last year. No, I think it was two years ago. Well, I'm pretty sure it was, it was last two year. Two years ago. It was two years ago. Two Januarys ago. Was it? wasn't it? last January. It was January before. Had huh. to have been. Had to have been. Don't, don't find pictures or anything like that on your phone of me, Maury. Uh, no, because I had eye shingles. I woke up with eye shingles yeah. and I couldn't see it in my eye and it was all gunked up. And I wore sunglasses to the juror's room and people started recognizing me. Even with the sunglasses on. Well, with the sunglasses on. And then they just thought that I was like a huge douche that yeah. was... Celebrity. Yeah, was, celebrity. What's that? It was two years ago today. Was it? Because it's my uh, Instagram anniversary, you with an eye patch. Oh, yeah, but that's when I came back yeah. with the yeah. eye patch. Um, but yeah, it was two years ago. And, then, and meanwhile, on the flip side, Obama gets called and he's yeah. like walking through and he's like oh, smiling, yeah. shaking hands. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Yeah, and you, you, Mr. Big Celebrity, yeah, sunglasses and, on, and then and then airplane. I went and told him I was like, "Hey, listen, I have a serious medical emergency going on with my eye right now." Yeah. And the guy was like, "Okay, whatever." And then I lifted my glasses and he looked at me and went, "Oh, geez, okay, go sit back down." And then he put my form to the top of the pile, and then somebody came over and stamped it. Then they called my name, and then they sent me home even before the process even started. Damn. So people in the room thought that I got out because I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm way too famous to do this." Yeah. Okay, Gigi Hadid was one of 119 potential jurors for the Harvey Weinstein wow. uh, sexual assault trial. So this is from page six. But she six. won't get picked. Well, hold on a second now. She was asked by the judge, Yeah. anyone believe you, anyone believe that you know me, the defendant, or any of the lawyers? And Gigi Hadid raised her hand and she says, I've met the defendant. Uh, then the judge asked if she thought that she could be fair and impartial as a juror, to which Gigi Hadid said yes. Oh, she did? Yeah. The judge huh. then recited a list of potential witnesses, which included Selma Hayek, Charlize Theron, Rosie Perez, huh. uh, which uh, then Gigi Hadid told the judge that she's met Selma Hayek and then the judge said um, do you think you could be impartial she says I still think I'm able to keep an open mind on the facts what and then yeah and then Gigi was indeed was asked to fill out the, the regular questionnaire that everybody is ordered to return uh, back into the sort of like jury pool like you're your, the, the person who takes care of all the jurors then she was let go and she's going back again She's going to like, be. Does she want to be a part of this? I don't know, but I think that it's a very difficult thing to get out of. But she could have very easily said that I find it difficult. But when somebody asks you, like, if you can be impartial, yeah, to say no, even with something like Harvey Weinstein and how you feel about him, if somebody asks you, do you think you could be impartial? To say no says so much about your character that you. It's very. It's a very difficult thing to say. I don't think I could be impartial. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to like your civic duty is to, and as a human, is to sort of be that thing, the thing that you're when you're called to be a part of something like you sound this. Sounds like the video that they showed no, in the waiting room. No, but you like you don't want to be the one who ruins it. No, you don't, I know. You don't want to be the one who then maybe you could be impartial and you look at the evidence and then the guy goes away. You don't want to say you couldn't just to get a couple of days off when somebody who takes your spot may screw it up. Right? No, but Gigi Hadid, like I she's know. famous. Her name is going to be tied to Bruh, this forever. I know. She, 
tell me about it. Ends up on that jury. But I think it's great of her to just say, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, so she's like, so the the deal is now she's going to return next week to join the other pre-screened potential jurors, 12 of whom will be selected, uh, as well as six alternates. And the the trial's set to kick off January 22nd. So slightly jealous. I've always wanted to do jury duty. That was my dream, Maury. It was my dream. And then I ruined it with eye shingles. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Where do you sit on the whole Drake Kawhi Leonard thing? Like they want to be a couple? Do they not want to be a couple? <laughs> no. Uh, oh. No, with the story yesterday. So if you didn't see this, so Drake's got a place in Los Angeles. And when Kawhi Leonard was free agent, I guess, right? Yeah. At the time, he had already decided that he wasn't coming to the Raptors. Um, he had a bunch of meetings in Los Angeles. And so Drake wasn't around. And so Drake said, hey, use my house. And then Kawhi used Drake's house to have the meetings with Paul George to hatch their plan to both go to the Clippers together in Drake's living room. And this wasn't one time. This was three times. So everybody calling Drake a snake because he let this happen okay. in the crib. But also people are going in on Kawhi being like, you played the man. You're no real friend. You don't do that to somebody. Somebody says, hey, man, I understand it's a long drive. Why don't you stay at my place? Yeah. So what I would like to know, well, there's a couple of things. What's the difference of these meetings happening at Drake's house versus if they were happening at a random hotel. Let's say the Beverly Hilton. Because Drake's then complicit. Right? The other half of it is, did Drake know that Kawhi was using his place as one giant meeting room? There is no way Drake did not know that. Okay. He has staff. There's security there. Like, if Drake knew... Yeah. It doesn't change the fact that Kawhi never wanted to come back to Toronto. So what does it even matter at that point? Like if Drake said to Kawhi, listen, man, you know, you did a lot for the team, a lot for the city. The city loves you. I, uh, like, please come back, right? And Kawhi was like, dog. Here's the thing that I don't I, know. I'm not coming back to LA, but I appreciate you giving me the security code to get into the crib. Okay, but here is my problem with this, is that the timeline, okay, which is that... When the phone call first happened, when George called up Kawhi to say, hey, congrats on the win, Mm -hmm. and then the meeting sort of started happening, what makes this problematic is whether Kawhi had already decided to go back to the Raptors or not is irrelevant. It's the fact that he hadn't announced it yet. Oh, yeah, I think his mind was made up yeah, but long that, ago. Right, but what I'm saying is that his mind may have been made up, but nobody else knew. Had he already said, I'm not going back. Thank you for the ring. Thank you for the ring, and they had the all these meetings. Guys. That's a different thing. But at this point, I don't think anybody knew. People were still going on the fact that there's a chance. Drake may have still been going on the fact that there's a chance. Let me, thinking, you, let me give you more steak and ovio. Let me give you all all this stuff that he was offering. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Drake had zero idea. I don't know, man. Until, until, like maybe, you know, visit number two. Yeah. Right? 
When it's like, hey, Kawhi, uh, yeah, I noticed you come back a lot. Like, it's cool that you stay at my place and everything. <laughs> yeah, but I noticed on the cameras, Paul George paid a visit. <laughs> yeah, twice, three times, and like. He was here so, the last time. Maybe you guys are cool. I know you went to the same high school and everything. All good. But like, what's going on? So who's the who's the snake? Or even is there a snake? Because people had a lot of opinions about this yesterday. Let me sh- show hands in the room. Is it Drake that's the snake? No, no. Is it Kawhi that's the snake? Oh, hands up. Hands up. I wow. say it's Kawhi and it's okay. Paul George. I'm team Drake there all day. Go. I don't think Drake had anything to do no, with it no, other happen, than giving though. Kawhi... The security code to get in. Hey, let it happen though. Anyway, it's uh, it's uh, people saying that the Raptors should cut ties with Drake. Oh no! Don't do <laughs> yes. that. Like take away his seats and everything. Yes, those are some free more seats. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Put ketchup in the fridge. Yeah, why? I you don't need some? No, I don't think you're supposed to. Well, for you know me, I don't eat ketchup. You don't know what you're missing out on. <laughs> A lot of sugar. <laughs> Mm. You're supposed to put it in after you open it. No, you're not. It says it right on the bottle. No. When's the last time you went to a restaurant and they give you cold ketchup, Maury? Yeah, but they might take it out in the morning and it sits out all day and no. then they put it back in no. the fridge at ketchup night. Ketchup just sits there. I'm just going through a list of things that you don't have to put in the fridge. Tomatoes. Apples. Oh, really? No. I you're supposed to. Apples can last uh, a week, they say, and at room temperature. Huh. Uh, we keep our apples in the fridge. But what winds up happening is that the enzymes within apples yeah. become far more active at room temperature, making the apples way more um, nutritious. I and keep, and I, also apples in the crisper, they say, can increase the time that other foods around it will spoil. We keep our apples in the fridge. You do, huh? But I hate eating a cold apple. Well, then why do you put them in the fridge? So if I know I'm going to have an apple, yeah. like when I bring my apple every day to work, yeah, like I'll take it out of the fridge, put it in my bag, but it's like hours until after I eat it. Really? So if I feel like having an apple, right? Really? If I huh? know that tomorrow I want an apple, in the morning I will take the apple out of the fridge, put it on the counter for like an hour or whatever, okay. and then enjoy that apple. Cucumber, fridge or no fridge? Absolutely fridge. Hmm? Maury. Cucumber? Yeah. Fridge. No fridge, they say. Cucumbers do Come not on. do well when they're in the fridge. They can quickly become waterlogged and lose a lot of their flavor. Oh, Instead, okay. store your cucumber on your counter or in the pantry. I mean, you should take the grocery store as an example. They don't have they have cucumbers, apples, everything out in the normal. It's true. On the flip side of my apple story. Yeah. A cucumber? Yeah. I love a cool cucumber. Okay. They say then so what you I should. I will take it out of the yes. fridge, chop yes. it up, and eat it like well, that. But when you're okay. putting cucumbers on your eyes, I don't do they're that. supposed to be cold. Okay. Okay. Uh, eggs. Fridge. Nah, you didn't say that with confidence. <laughs> no. Because I don't think you know. No, they are, ours are in the fridge. Ours are always in the fridge. Depending on where you are in the world, some places, it, it like in, in the US, the FDA says that you need to store eggs in the fridge, but other parts of the world, nobody puts eggs in the fridge. But why are eggs sold at grocery stores in the fridge? It's just be the, this is the way the rules are. But other parts of the world. Well, you know me, I like to follow the rules. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Okay. And now we get to, and now we get to ketchup. Fridge. Maury. Fridge. Really, huh? Contrary to popular belief, they say ketchup doesn't actually need to be stored in the fridge. Uh, even after the bottle is open. Even after the bottle is open. And again, they back up what I said. When's the last time you walked into a diner and they had like a mini fridge on the table with your ketchup? No, it know, doesn't exist. You know what? With ketchup? Yeah. I don't mind if the ketchup 
is a little cool. Really? What do you put ketchup on? Mac and child? cheese. Mac and cheese? Yeah. Hell no. No. What do you put ketchup on? I'll put it on a hot dog. I'll put it on a hamburger. Yeah. Scrambled I will eggs. use it for... No. I will use it for french fries. That's pretty much it. Grilled cheese Really, sandwich. yeah? Now, here we get to an interesting one. We get to an interesting one here. These are foods, do you put it in the fridge or do you not put it in the fridge? Here's an interesting one. I put it in the fridge and I don't actually know why I put it in the fridge. It just goes in the fridge. Okay. Soy sauce. Fridge. Why? I don't know. Exactly. Doesn't it say on the bottle? No. Refrigerate after opening? They can live a year in a pantry. I guess. But I just put it in the fridge. So do I. I don't know why. It's not that I like it better cold. But you don't use, do you ever use soy sauce on its own? Like you're not cooking with it? Yeah, you like, know, like you use, taste- it as, use it as a dip? Yeah. All the time. And you don't mind it cold? No, nah, never really bothered me. But now that I think about it, I don't like it cold. I prefer it room temperature. Next. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Now that I think about it too? Yeah. Like when I go to sushi restaurants or whatever? Yeah, it's never it's, cold. It's on the table. When's the last time you went to a restaurant where somebody handed you a cold bottle of soy sauce? Zero times is the Zero answer. Zero times. Uh, bananas. Fridge or no fridge? No fridge. No fridge. No fridge. Okay, they say no fridge. You don't have to put your bananas in the fridge. Why do you put your apples in the fridge and not your bananas in the fridge? Our, with our apples, we have one that's in the display bin. And yeah. then when you eat that, you put another one in the display bin. Yeah. Here's another one that I just do and I don't know why I do it. Okay. Hot sauce. Fridge. Really, yeah? What do they say? You can, you, put, in, you can put it in the cupboard. Really? Yeah. Like if you got like a little bottle of Cholula? Yeah, you can put it in the cupboard. Really? Yeah. Even after you open it? Yeah. Actually, you are correct. Because we opened a new bottle the other day yeah. and Jenna said, can you check the bottle to see if you're supposed to put it in the fridge? Yeah. And I checked the bottle. It did not say... No. Keep refrigerated no. after opening, no. but I still put it in the fridge. No. Uh, and finally, we'll end on this. Uh, chocolate bars, do you keep them in the fridge? Yes. <laughs> you do? Well, because I like a cold uh, cold arrow or a cold I mirage. Don't. No. no. I think it takes away from the flavor. No, but I also you, don't oh, want the chocolate to sort of drizzle onto my hands. How hot are your hands? Quite hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Your turn. My turn. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Who was originally supposed to be the stars of Bad Boys? So as we know, what? Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Right? Legendary film. The new one's coming out. Okay. The original, they were not the first two originally cast to the be. The original was what? Like 90s, right? Yeah. So I'm going to. See, I want to say Eddie Murphy, but that's it. Would the timeline from when he did like Beverly white guys, Hills, white guys, cop, white oh. guys, like Mark Wahlberg, not tough guys. Oh, so this is Will Smith on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night. You and Martin weren't the original choices for Bad Boys, right? No, that's true. The, the, uh, so Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. Ori- oh, that's really true. Like, Dana Carvey and John Lovitz originally had the script, and they were the original Bad Boys. No. And then um, yep. uh, John Lovitz's schedule changed, so he had to push four months, and Dana Carvey couldn't wait the, the four months, so then Dana fell out. So then uh, Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson had the script, and they, you know, they had a green light to make the movie, but... 
and then they went and Martin was first. They had Martin, and Martin actually picked me for for Bad Boy. Is that right? Yeah. Props to Martin Lawrence. Yeah. For that. Wait a minute. Yeah. So you mean to tell me? That back in the 90s, Dana Carvey yeah. and John Lovitz were so busy yeah. with their lives, <laughs> yes. with other acting gigs, yes. that they couldn't be in Bad Boys? Yes. Can you believe that? Uh, family Feud Canada was on last night. The Dubois family from Lorette, Manitoba versus the Tomlin family from Waterloo, Ontario. Listen to this. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. <laughs> Spinach, Jerry. Chicken. But it's the way she said it. She was so confident. Yeah. Chicken. Uh, a fifth of men, they say, would go a year without sex to have the perfect beard. What? According to a new study, a fifth of men would go a full year without sex to have the perfect beard. No. Uh, research uh, from another poll found that almost 40% of men would be willing to spend a night in jail or a year without coffee for a better beard. What? Meanwhile, 18% say that they would be willing to shave their head to have their dream beard. Oh, God. You say that as a, as a very well-bearded man, though. I don't think you know the plight of guys that can't grow a beard. It's, like, what I think would you it's do for the perfect upsetting. beard, Maury? Out of all those things that Roz mentioned. Out of all... I would go to jail. I'd give up sex I think for a that, good beard. I think that you have... <laughs> it looks like you already have. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you, I think you have a decent beard, though. Do you know? Oh, I thought you meant like it looks like I have given up sex. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, how can I tell? Like, it's in your eyes? Like, I, I'm one of those, like, I suddenly know. Like, I'm, an ex- I'm a, some sort of expert in that. He's got like, those hungry eyes. I can smell it on you? Like, I can what do you grow mean? a beard. It just, yeah. after the two-week mark, it gets insanely itchy. Right. Because no. you junk it up with stuff. Yeah, you put all this put weird all this product in it. I rub beeswax in it. You rub what? Beeswax. See, that's not good. But it feels good for 30 seconds. Yeah, no, that's not... Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. It's not good. Uh, So they say the human error, of course, is to blame for the Pickering Nuclear Plant Emergency Alert. They woke everybody up yesterday morning at 723. So they want you to believe. That was crazy, too. Because you know me, I'm sitting there on the toilet, right? Like, I'm the most vulnerable person in the world. what do I do now? What's my next move? I'm sitting there, and my phone goes off, and everything. I hear everybody else's phone in the house start beeping. (laughs) Mine didn't beep, though, because who, like, leaves their phone on... Ringer. Yeah, mine Who made a noise. Who phone on sound? And like five seconds later, my I got that red screen so, on my television with the text across On your it. phone right now, is that little button on the side, is it up or is it down? The sound uh, button. Oh, it's down. It's always down. But then how do you get the noise? Because my phone was just buzzing. It was on the table. Yeah, but it, didn't, it, was it like, didn't. No, but it didn't beep though. It didn't beep. Mine oh didn't no, beep. because I was hearing phones in my house that were beeping. Oh, because yeah, because they had it, the volume. It made up. A, yeah, because it made a noise. But who yeah. who lives their life like that Man. with the volume up? Anyway, there's more, there's, there's, there's more important things to worry about. Uh, and then it was a real long time afterwards where they issued the sort of alert saying that there was really nothing to worry about. Like yeah. it was like there was a long stretch. Yeah, because I got the monsters contained. Right? A long stretch in there yeah. of what went down. Come on. People were out at the plant posting pictures and they have their uh, their e-meters or whatever the hell they're yeah. called. I, don't I know, just like watched Brian. a video of a guy 
doing the exact same thing. And the thing that I didn't know is that if you live within that radius, that 10 kilometer radius, they send you pills, right? Yeah, that you, you, just keep in, you just keep in your house. Yep. That's terrifying to me. Just in case. Right? Yeah. I want to know what real estate prices are like in Pickering this morning. Is right now a good time to get in? Oh, I am at, Not that yeah. anybody wants to get in, but is there, is this today? I imagine today would be a good time to get in that 10 mile radius in Pickering. Because um, they're going to shut that place down in 2024. I'm then you won't ever sure. have to worry about it again. I'm Sure, there are people out there in Pickering. Yeah. Y'all took those pills just in case. <laughs> Dude, I would take them every day. You know me, <laughs> right? I got, like, it's, it's like when I your kid. I hall, I ran out again. Uh, yeah, that's Ross. Send me an X pack. It's like when your kid gives the whole house pinworms. You know what I mean? You just take the pills. Yeah. Even whether you have them just or not. Just in case. Just in case. I don't know, man. There's something fishy about that story. Uh, There's so something else going on up there in Pickering. Here is uh, Chief of Emergency Management, Douglas Brown. We were required to contact multiple individuals to verify it, that this was indeed uh, disseminated out in air. So as soon as we confirmed all those facts to verify it, uh, we sent out the redaction message. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-scented candle has sold out. Sorry. What? What? Sorry. What did you say? I said Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-scented candle has sold out. Oh, that's what I thought you said. Okay. Yeah. So right. it was $75, yeah. and the candle just simply reads, this smells like my vagina. <laughs> You're not serious. Yeah. That's on the label? Yeah, yeah. And this is sort of this, I mean, listen, as hey, hold a- Hold on, uh, wait, stop. Yeah. Could you imagine being the person that actually has to type that out on the computer for it to get printed up all those times? Yeah, listen, as a- as a, put listen, on the candle? As a straight white man in this world, uh-huh. okay, I don't often see- places in this world that I don't get to participate in. You know what I mean? Okay. This is one of those times where I'm like, man, I don't get to take part in this area of the, of commerce, this area of the world. Uh Right. You know, I can't release a candle that says, you know, this smells like my balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Uh, like, dude. you can't, men can't do that, right? You know, you women lose can't. everything. Gwyneth Paltrow can. Gwyneth Paltrow can, and she can sell out of them. This is an area, okay, that men don't get to play in in this world, and I find it fascinating. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Right. Okay? I love that this part of the world exists. I can com- be a complete tourist and watch it unfold. I can read a headline that reads... Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a candle that says it smells like her vagina, (laughs) okay? And then I just sit back and watch how it all unfolds. And it turns out it's very popular and it sold out, which is incredible. Does the article- $75. Does the the article say how many candles were made like for them to to, to be sold out? Does it say like- (laughs) Like thousands? I don't know. Hundreds? But but you have to keep in mind, this is Gwyneth Paltrow also sold the coffee enema kit. Do you remember that? Oh my God, that's right. right. And then they had the sex toy for $1,500, right? She's got that Netflix show now. Like she's doing okay with this. Wow. But I love this. I was so fascinated with this and yeah, it's sold out. And it's a very simple label too. Like it's not even a crude label. It's a it's a white label with black writing and all it reads is, this smells like my vagina. All right. <laughs> so the Royal Summit is happening today. The Royal Queen Summit. Queen Elizabeth... Uh, she went to church yesterday and then had uh, William, Harry, and Prince Charles all summoned to the meeting that is happening today. This is apparently what the Queen wants. She wants to contain the fallout from Harry and Meghan's decision to, quote, step back from their senior roles. Um, 
Megan, who is currently in Canada with Archie, is apparently going to like join them by the phone. Oh, she's going to Skype in or FaceTime? Oh, God. Bro, tell me this isn't the like serious, like. The awkwardness. This is like mafia style. The, There's bro. an emergency meeting. The head of the family has to call in. Yeah. I. I the you, son and the grandkids. You can say it's like mafia style, or you can just say it's like royal family. <laughs> or it's like the royal family. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> same, same. This is crazy. Right? Uh, like you can't just leave uh, the family. No. No. You, right? no. Among the details that they need to be worked out is uh, who will pay for the couple's currently taxpayer-funded security because they will still need security, uh, what money-making activities they can undertake, and then, of course, the tax consequences of them moving to either Canada or the U.S. I read something over the weekend, and tell me if I'm wrong about this or if somebody can text through. I read something over the weekend that says that Canada, because of who we are, that when royals are here, we pay for the security as an obligation. They don't actually have to pay a bill for the security. Like that is part of our duty to the to the queen is to pay for security. So does that mean that if they move to Toronto or Vancouver, then us taxpayers are on the bill for their security? But if they're not part of the royal family anymore... They still have to have security. Then they pay for it themselves. I don't know though. I don't know. I think that we're taking my money. Know. I think we may be on the hook for this at some point. Ah, well, then we don't want yeah, you. I don't. <laughs> you don't want them? No. No. Okay. Not if we have to pay for it. You nuts. All right, man. All right. Get out of you here. What if you like run into like Megan a Jimboree or something like that with like, I don't know, where do you take your child? Bro, I, sh- I, I, <laughs> I shared an elevator with Megan Markle once. That's right. I remember that. Here Before she building. was famous, though. It, but, yeah. no, no, no. It was while she was still on Suits, but so while before she was, she was famous, while she was secretly dating Harry. <laughs> don't you remember that commercial when she got like a? And I don't want to crap on Meghan Markle. Oh, Reitman's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't, you, don't you remember when somebody in the commercial was like, "Isn't that TV's Meghan Markle?" Yeah. Because they assumed that nobody would know who she was. Yeah. Right, they couldn't okay. even say, "Isn't that uh, Suits star <laughs> Meghan Markle?" This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So that big summit went down yesterday uh, with the Queen with. Harry with William, with Prince Charles and Meghan Markle on the phone from Canada. Here's the Queen's statement. Today, my family had a very constructive discussion on the future of my grandson and his family. My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create a new life as a young family. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life and as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. Harry and Meghan have made it clear that they do not want to be reliant on public funds in their new lives. She goes on to say, it has therefore been agreed that there will be a period of transition in which the Sussexes will spend time in Canada Canada and the UK. These are complex matters for my family to resolve and there is some work to be done but I have asked for final decisions to be reached in the coming days. So she mm. wants this done lickety split. So where are they going to move to? It's going to be West Coast, right? I would, I would say that it's going to be West Coast. Yeah, I would okay. say Somewhere that BC. it's going to be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although right. Victoria is like a very like boring place though. It's beautiful. But maybe that's what they want. It's beautiful. Maybe that's what they want. Very, but it's very that's boring. They were there's no, I know, but listen. Maybe they were house hunting. There's, I don't, I can't see Meghan Markle 
wanting to just, you need a little bit of action. You need to surround yourself with a little bit of action. Like even somewhere just outside of Vancouver is fine. But the idea of Victoria, like Victoria is a very, like everybody looks like queen, the queen there. Oh no, she's you know haunted. I mean? Yeah, like everybody, everybody looks like the queen. It's like, I look, I look everywhere and all I see is grandmom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Metrolink's plans to convert tens of thousands of go station parking spots into paid parking spots because right now they are free parking oh, spots. Oh, no. They have 70,000 parking spaces and less than 8% of which are reserved for customers who pay $98 a month. So there's like a tiny portion of them that people do pay for. By September 2022, mm-hmm. they're going to be changing up to half of its parking spaces. Prices, which could fluctuate based on time of day and other factors, have not been determined. Mm. Uh, Not charging for most parking spaces at Go was part of the model. It was a way to encourage people to take the train into the city as opposed to driving into the city. Uh, But what they found was that 13% of people who use the Go train travel to the station less than a kilometer in their car. Mm. So they want people to, I guess, walk to the ghost station or take a bus to the ghost station. I have a question. Yes, sir. If Metrolinx is going to start charging for these free parking spaces, yes, does that also mean that they're going to lower the price of a go train ride? No. Oh, I'm just making sure that <laughs> nobody's getting screwed. What do you think they're going to offset what it costs? No, that ain't fair. It doesn't leave work free, that way. I know it's a small number. Leave, the, work leave the spaces for the people. Bro, that's a lot of money to leave on the table, though. We're talking seventy thousand parking spaces. I know, but then what? They're going to do that, and then the next year, prices of traveling, taking the go train, is going to go up again. Sure, yeah, but it always does, man. That but ain't fair. That's a that's a lot of money. Think about it. Like, what does it normally cost to to park for the day somewhere when you're commuting in? Like fifteen bucks. It's that gotta be. I mean, it'll be less than that. Like, it'll be less than that. Like, let's say ten bucks. That's still that ain't fair to park for the day. I, mean, I drive to work right? every day and I get free parking here. Well, so you know what I mean. Well, I'm but that's a lot the, of money. Though. I'm fighting for the people. That's a lot of that's a lot of money. Uh, people are trying to cancel Vince Vaughn this morning. What did he do? Well, he was at a football game last night in New Orleans, a college football game, and there's video of him shaking the hand of Donald Trump. Hmm. So Vince Vaughn, it's like he can't do anything now, man. He can't even like go to a football game. And hey, man, we know Vince Vaughn. I think he calls himself a libertarian. I'm not sure if he's like goes full on Republican, but I think he's libertarian. But he has supported Republican candidates in the in the in the past. So it's not a big secret yeah. as to which way Vince Vaughn leads. Um, you no idea what they talked about. It was a quick interaction yeah. at the football game, and then he well, and then he shook Trump's hand. And now today, everybody is canceling Vince Vaughn. Like, but when, it's when, so crazy when he, he was shaking a hand, when he was it's shaking. Wild. The president's hand yeah. was he smiling? Did he look upset? Oh. Like, what? How do we know that Vince Vaughn wasn't shaking Trump's hand? And was it, like, I think everything that you're doing right now is wrong, and I actually hate you. It looked to me like they were just having a very brief civil conversation, right? As two adults, I don't okay. know. I don't know what they said. It don't could have been that. Don't say the wrong thing. You're going to get canceled. It could have been us. that. It could have been like, hey, you want to play Tommy Sticks later? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Huh? I don't know. It might have been. And he might have been, yeah, man, I'm really good yeah. at Tommy Sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got five minutes free in one hour. <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Yo, Kalita. Hi. How you doing? 
I'm good. How are you guys? I'm so excited for your your question here. I'm so excited that you guys called me. Honestly, I think I felt was like this was so surreal. Kalita, go ahead with your question. Okay, so my question is, what is the worst? physical pain you've ever experienced? First of all, what is the worst physical pain that you've ever experienced, Kalita? Okay, so like, this came to my mind honestly because a couple, like several weeks ago, I was helping one of my friends move and I was trying to be like a badass and lift this huge like portable air conditioner Mm. and I tripped and fell down a flight of stairs and I broke my ankle, broke my wrist and sprained a few of my wrists. So that's why the question mm. came to my mind. So are you like in a cast right now? On my ankle, yeah. I have like a temporary cast on my wrist, oh, on my left no, wrist. no, that sucks. Jeez, I've broken a lot of things and I've hurt myself a lot. Um, I would say kidney stones are right up there. Yeah. That's a real terrible pain. Having a uh, you got to pee out rocks, yeah. Right? Having a rock come out your wiener Ooh. sucks. Um, my mom has had two kids and two rounds of kidney stones. Oh and, no! And my mom uh, says that she would do having a kid before having kidney stones again. Oh no, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I remember when my lungs collapsed years ago. And I was in the hospital for a real long time. And it wasn't so much the pain of like having lungs collapse. But when your lung collapsed, they put a chest tube in you. So it's a tube about, I would say, foot and a half long. And it goes in between your ribs, in your body. And then it hooks down inside your body and then up. And it inflates inflates your lungs, right? And the worst pain where I remember, and I keep in mind, I was on morphine at the time. Yeah. Okay. And the worst pain was the day that they came in to take the chest tube out. And I... I thought that it was going to be some sort of, you know, medical procedure where they do it with, you know, precision and no. So what they did was, so imagine I had a tube in the side of my chest and I'm lying in bed and the nurse came in and literally put her hand on my chest, on the side of my chest, right, right around where the tube was reached with her other hand and grabbed the tube right at the hole where it went into my chest and pulled it like she was starting a lawnmower. Oh my God, like what happened? They yanked the garden hose? Yeah. (laughs) And I just remember at that moment, like I've never felt because... I have felt pain externally. Like I've broken a bone, you cut yourself, you hit yourself in the head, everything else. This was yeah. this was pain inside my body of oh. something being like ripped out, like passing they didn't all like of my freeze you. No, I was already on morphine. Oh, but the my pain God. the pain was incredible. My dad said the exact same thing when they took that exact same tube out when he had his bypass. He said that was the most painful part. The chest tube. Yeah. Yeah. And when they put the chest tube in, okay. So the way that they put a chest tube in was I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And I went to the hospital and then they gave me a chest x-ray and they were like, Yeah, your lung collapsed. Um oh. and so when they put the chest tube in, you lie down, they take they make an incision, they feel around in your ribs, right? They make an incision and they cut your skin right in between between where your two ribs are and then they take this tube and they literally jam it through the membrane. Oh god. And pop it through and then they just start like feeding it into you like they're like lowering a bucket into a well, oh, right? They're just like out. like like feeding it, feeding it into you until it uh, until it oh. stops. And then it inflates no your and inflates your lungs lungs again. Oh, yeah. oh god. Yeah. So those those are my two worst pains. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would have to say for me, my two worst that like immediately come to mind both have to do with my testicles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I, I don't even know how this happened. 
Big testes, I guess. Yeah. But one time I sat on my testicles. All the time. And it hurt. Oh. Kalita, it hurt <laughs> so bad. Like, yeah. I had to go to the doctor. Were you, were you sl- it's, it's like, you know when you slide into a bench? You know what I mean? Like you're oh, at like a booth God. at a restaurant. Sure. Right? Like if you slide in the wrong way and one of your nuts gets caught underneath you, oh, it's oh, blinding. Well, you know, it's like, I don't know what the equivalent <laughs> for a woman is. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine. No. But I had to go to the doctor and then I had to go to the hospital. I can't tell you the amount of, of nurses and doctors that had to... Look um, at your nuts. Yeah, just Was, like... Like feel around. Was it a hard surface that you sat on? Do you remember what you sat on when you was, sat on your It was your like nut? a chair or something. It was like a chair, like a yeah. wooden chair, right? Oh, it was right? the worst. Um, when uh, you ever cross your legs and crush a nut? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like a quick. That's like a quick pain, though. But it's blinding, though. It is, right? It is. It's blinding. Yeah. yeah, testicle pain is real difficult. I've like, never mo- had this. You've no, never. I've never sat. Small balls, bro. <laughs> and Kalita, the other time, the other time was just a few years ago, where I uh, I was doing up my pants mm. and I zipped on myself on the oh, on which part. On the skin. No, oh, but the skin God. of what? My testicles. Your testicle? <laughs> yeah. Where ah. do you wear your testicles that you, that you zip your testicles? <laughs> like, I guess I just, Do you wear them high? I guess I just didn't That happened them. here, right? No, not here. At home. That, no, but that happened to you once here too, I think. No, never here. Oh, only I happened never, at home. Oh. Uh, do you uh, do you wear them high? Like what? I don't know your testicles. Do I wear my <laughs> testicles? High? Like how do you how do you zip a know. testicle? I just they were like ju- they were like, there. Do you, do you flip them up? Like I don't understand that. No, Even they the were just there. They were just there hanging of zipping and I went a testicle, to zip and it was like at the bottom, and it just it got. It, Man, it oh, got, maybe because your jeans are lower than mine and baggier than mine. That <laughs> it got caught, and oh my god, my face. Kalita, I'm a brown guy, and my face legit turned white in an instant. Yeah. Oh, my and God. It was, I don't know how long, like, minute-wise. How long? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it took for me to unzip, Yeah. but it felt like an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! You must wear you must wear your your testicles high. I don't know how you would do that. <laughs> <Shut> up, <man. laughs> Big balls. Anyway, Dan Mori, what's your uh, worst physical pain you've ever experienced? I think it's when I found out I had a hernia and I scared myself into pain. Right. I think my worst physical pain was fake Psychosomatic. pain. Psychosomatic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember like it was like gurgling and and constant pain no matter what which side I laid down on. Yeah. Uh, like. And I, what a privileged life you've had. You've never really hurt yourself. Oh, and the next one's going to be when I rub Tiger Bomb on my privates. Right. Why would you do that? Because a guy said that would be sexy. Oh. <laughs> what guy? What guy? The guy I was in, uh, being intimate with at the time. He's like, let's rub this on each other. <laughs> and did you rub it on him too? No. After I, I went first. And then he's like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, no. You got <laughs> trolled. <Wow. laughs> that guy trolled you so hard. Yeah. Because he didn't want to didn't want to no, hook up, probably. No, no. Was it- <laughs> or in the other one would have to be the cyst I had on my cheek anytime I popped it. Um, uh, you, we're talking actual pain here more, uh, not pimple pain. No, it was, it's a cyst. I had to go in for day surgery. I will say this about pain, though. Okay, it is no. I'm not trying to compare this to a chest tube or sitting on your testicles on a hardwood surface. Or fake okay? pain from a hernia. Um, I'm not trying to compare it to to, to either of those two things. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: I am always amazed 
at how a tiny, 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 tiny little ingrown hair on the inside of my thigh can almost drop me to my knees if I touch it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? How does that one kind of pain? How does that one little teeny tiny ingrown hair on the inside of my thigh? If I go to squeeze that, I have to like take a knee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that hurts a lot, but uh, but it's nothing Actually, like. I know people who are, are listening to this podcast right now because I said for women, like I don't know what the equivalent would be, and I know a lot of women are probably sitting there listening to this, being like childbirth. Sure, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, there's a it's it's a it's a mess. You can't imagine that a body can go through something like that and recover, and then people turn around and do it again. Like yeah. it's it's crazy, man. And again it's and again nuts. and again. There yeah. you go, Kalita. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Love you yeah. lots. Take care. Bye. But yeah, shout out to childbirth too. We gotta. We can't say that enough. Uh, Katie W Y C asks Roz. Yeah. For Halloween this year, yeah. will you dress up as Dream Daddy Ken? Shut up. A.K.A. Dream Daddy Roz. <laughs> not, not a bad idea. I think that's a great uh, idea. No. I'm also, not. very easy. You just have to no. buy a shirt. No, because then I'm just going to be a guy in tight black jeans with a shirt that reads Daddy. And if, and if, and if people don't get the joke, that has the potential to go very wrong. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, also, you have to like, put grinder on your I don't want to go. I'm not going to take my kid out for Halloween when people don't know the joke and I'm just wearing a shirt <laughs> that reads in pink letters that has daddy across the front of it. Oh, my God. That'd be so it, funny. No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. I'd have to wear my nuts all nice and high like Mocha. <laughs> you get hit on so hard. Um, Calliope asks, yeah. do you cut your sandwiches diagonally or horizontally? Diagonal. Yeah, if I'm going to do a sandwich, diagonal. Because I don't eat a lot of sandwiches, but I will make them for rocks every now and then. And when I do, I cut it diagonally. Now, when you do cut a sandwich diagonally, how do you eat it? I eat from the... Uh, like the ends. The pointy, Yeah, I started the pointy. No, I dive right into the middle. Maury goes into the middle like it's a piece of watermelon. What? Yeah, Yeah. that's right. I ate a sandwich in front of you last week. Yeah, I saw Maury eat a sandwich and it was cut diagonally. It was a beautiful looking sandwich. And when I looked at Maury, the way he was eating it and what was left on his plate, it was like he was eating watermelon. Like he went in and just ate it from the middle and ate all around the crust on the outside. Oh, so you didn't even no, eat no, the crust? I then go back and eat the crust. And then he went back and ate the crust. You the crust last? Yeah. That's I finished, weird. I eat the crusts last because I want the middle stuff. That way I don't get full quickly. No, but like I find, depending on the sandwich that you get, if you eat the middle, it's more likely that you're going to get stuff around your mouth. You yeah. have to constantly like wipe yeah. the edges of your mouth. Now, also, when I cut a sandwich diagonally, yeah. okay, and I'm like you, Mocha, I go the pointy end first goes in the mouth, yeah. right? But here's my thing. How do you hold it? Because the way that I hold it is I hold it like a taco where the two pieces of bread are vertical as opposed to horizontal. Like I don't hold it like I would a sandwich. I flip it so it would, so like, Standing upwards, it goes bread oh, filling bread. Really? And I, and, I, and I take my first bite that way. Oh. Oh, no. I eat it like typical sandwich stuff. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. I, I flip it and eat it and eat it so that way. So your first bite is like that, but then the rest of the sandwich? Then I would finish it the, the regular way. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And just like sometimes when I'm eating a burger, I realize that one bite that I have, whether it's my, my overbite or my under, like my top teeth or my bottom teeth, 
one of my teeth goes in farther into a bite of a burger than my other teeth. So I'm always left with more bun on top than I am on the bottom. So about halfway through a burger, I flip my burger over and eat it top bun up. Do you have up. an overbite? No, really? no, no, no. It's just the way I bite. When I bite big, I will go like, like big. And so... Yeah, it's weird. Huh. That's really it's weird. weird. So it's never even. So I always have to flip my burger over. Have you never like through. taken a bite and then like looked at the actual burger to see the the difference between your I guess the top part oh, yeah, of your bite Oh yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. Maybe yeah. you're tilting the burger into your mouth causing the top bun to be further out than the bottom one. Maybe I, you're going in askew. I might. I don't know, huh. but I know that I'm left I'm By always way, left with more top bun than bottom bun. I cut horizontal. Cut horizontal. Like I don't cut the the sandwich yeah. based on this. I don't cut it like uh, diagonally. Di- I cut no. it straight across. I dated a girl one time who's fa- um uh, who uh, her father cuts his hamburgers right. What? Yeah, yeah. And I always and I always thought it was weird. And I then, did that last night. And then one day we were over at uh, at at her house and it was like a barbecue day and he was serving up hamburgers and he cut everybody's hamburger in half. And served it to them on a plate that way. My, my dad does that too, but he has an, an, a, like an answer for that. Which is what? It's so that if you are full, you'll only eat half and that way you're not yeah, wasting a whole me. burger. But that's up to me. But then what, are you going to eat the rest of my burger later? No, so you could take it home with you. Oh, stop it. No. Yeah, cutting a, he would cut a hamburger in half, but he cut them all in half. Like he was that's out there strange. doing the dad thing with the barbecue yeah. and the apron, having a beer. Like we're all there and we're hanging out and I'm hanging out with him. I didn't and know him that well, half, huh? but we're bonding. And then he puts all the buns out. Puts all the burgers out. Who wants cheese? And we're like four people. Me, cheese, cheese, cheese. Everything else. And then he has them all laid out on the on the platter by the barbecue. And then he takes like a big chef knife and just slices them all in half and puts them on everybody's plate. And I was like, That's that weird. is very presumptuous, we, we man. We made turkey burgers last night. M- uh, Matthew cut them in half. And his answer is so that it takes up less uh, space on the plate. <laughs> Because that way you, yeah, that way you open it up, and they're both on the, I guess, the crust of the plate, and then you could put more salad in the middle. <laughs> See, weird, right? Yeah, that's strange. Weird. I couldn't it's do that. Super weird. I couldn't do that. No. All right, uh, Morgan Freeman has a question. For oh, us. okay. Thank you, by uh, the way. Yes, I'm right here, Morgan Freeman. Thank you, by the way, for listening to the Ronza Mocha You're Show. You're welcome. Who's taller, Mocha or Maury? Oh, good question. I've seen them both, and Maury is definitely taller. Why is Morgan Freeman answering the question that Morgan Freeman asked? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Well, because I happen to be here. Uh, We should have like one of those door frames in here, like what you have with a little kid, where we just measure you guys (laughs) all the time. Well, once a year? (laughs) Once a year, just just to see if anybody's still growing or shrinking. Uh, the que- so who's tall? Well, I'm taller than you. No, but we have to answer the question. Yeah, I just did. I am. No, come around here. Roz will judge. <sighs> no, the only way to do it is to do it up against the wall for real. Unless yeah. you just want to do it at, as a goof and you want me to eyeball it. No, well, we'll do it. Are we going against the wall? Well, you can't both go against the wall. Then one would you be in the room and one would you be outside the room? No, we'll just go against the door frame right here. Okay, hold on here. Okay, so more. Okay, you got to take your hat off. Yeah, stop cheating. Is this is this fine? Is, can the microphones hear us if we do this? Yeah, just yell. I need something. Here's a pen. Here's yeah. a pen. I need no, no, no. I need I need something to use as a. Um, okay, hold on. Mocha's got tim, Timberlake Timberlakes. What are those things called? <laughs> Timberlands. What are those boots called? <laughs> Timberland boots. Timberlands. Okay. Timberlakes. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna use the frame of the picture of myself. Okay. <laughs> As a way to measure 
Okay, here's the thing, though. When, when we do this, it's got to be shoes off, right? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Take your okay. shoes off, Maury. Okay. Well, we're looking at you and your boots. I took, it has I to took be. My Tim, I took my Justin Timberlake's off. Okay, what are those I things called flats. again? Tell me what they're called. Timberland boots. Timberlands. Yeah. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. No, are you it sure? It says though? it on the, on the tongue. I've been wearing okay. Tim's for years. Um, you didn't wear cougars when you were younger? Cougars? Yeah. No. What Come about on. Dr. Martin's? Hold on a second. You don't know what cougars are? I don't. You never had a pair of cougar boots. Never. You're kidding me. They look they're the original Timberlands. What? Okay, so cougar on, boots. Cougar boots were they the same color, right? And they had those same laces, but only the back of the tongue, the back of the tongue was red. And cougar. you would wear them with the tongue hanging out. And so you had this big red tongue hanging out uh, uh with your boots. Cougar boots were where it was at, man. You don't remember cougars? Hold on. Here. <laughs> These what for toddlers? No, that's a no. cougar on them. Oh, stop it! No, they looked just like. Please, if you're listening to this right now, you got to back me up. Cougar boots? Yes. Hold on, I'll find you a picture. Oh yeah, be careful what These computer right here. Look it, come here, come over here. Be careful what uh, computer or how you search cougar boots yeah. because something else may pop up. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's B O O T S, not B O O B S. Okay. Mo- Mocha, come here for a second. You don't remember these? You never had any kids in your school wore these? These are the original Timberlands. <laughs> you don't remember those? No, I don't. Really? I swear. Yeah, cougar boots, they were like that same sort of tan leather, and they had the big red tongue that you would always flop over the front of your laces because you never did these up all the way. It looks like, like... Like back in the day, if you saw a guy who did his boots up all the way, you'd like, you can't sit with us. It looks like <laughs> like the boots going like this. Blah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never, you don't remember... Maury, do you remember these things? I do actually, yeah. Yeah, see, cougar boots, I man. All right. The hot okay, guys. Okay. okay, so we're ready to measure now. Uh, Shem, can you do me a favor? Can you take a piece of paper? Right, and just tape a piece of paper up to roughly where how tall these jabronis their heads are, right on that door frame over there. And then that way, I'm going to be able to I'll be able to actually write on it. Okay, take your shoes off, Maury. Okay, who has a pen? Here, right here. Okay, no, no here, Sharpie. Uh, it's fine if you guys are roughly the same height. I don't want the lines to. Uh... Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, who's going to go first? Mocha, you going yeah, first? Sure. Okay. Maury? All right, let's settle this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes really deceived oh me. Oh, my God! <laughs> okay, so to let everybody know. Holy! To let everybody know, that's a difference of, like, I would say at least two and a half inches. <laughs> Were you were you tiptoeing, Mocha? No, I swear I wasn't. You weren't, huh? No, not Did you at check all. his feet, Shem? No, I promise. Was he tiptoeing? I promise you, I was not. It's well, so I funny promise. what the eyes do because to me, when I look at Mocha, I'm like, oh, we're the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I that's think what, you have a higher that forehead. That is at least that is at least two and a half inches. At least I ne- I didn't think you were you were that much taller than than Maury, honestly, Mocha. I really no no no. Well, I, I, you and I are pretty much the same. Oh, the same oh height. come on! My my head is higher than that uh, than that white piece of paper. I go up to on how much is like, it? How much is it? Five centimeters. Man, I am like wow. That is very impressive to me that you're that Why are you much taller. Like you're so surprised. 
What? You won. I'm clapping for your victory. Two inches. Two inches taller. There He's got go. two inches on you more. And, and to you, I go up to about your, like your boob. Your, okay. Your height difference with me is, hold on here. Let me, come here for a second. Ow. Ow. My headphones just shocked me when I stood up. Okay. Yeah. I just got electrocuted in my ear. Ooh. Superpower sound. Okay. So, Maury, your See? height. Oh my God. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Standing next to me. Maury. Like, Maury. <laughs> right. Like you, I don't. Roz literally looked down at me. Yeah, he I, always I, does. Uh, I will say, I will say this: that like Maury, if I was lactating, more wouldn't. I wouldn't like. We would just line up perfectly. Like his mouth, with, his mouth with my boob. No, Maury, you are comparatively speaking, where you hit on me is shorter than what Roxy hits on Catherine. Like, but am I the same as to where Catherine is on you? Um, no, you're a little bit taller. You're a little oh. bit taller. Than, oh, right, yeah. Than, than, no, Kat, than Catherine, who's 5'2". When I saw Maury standing next to you, though, yeah. it looks like your nipple is still higher than... It's, it would, like, go to more, the no, middle of Maury's my head. My nose and mouth go to his nipple. Right. Don't measure it like that, man. That's weird. Don't yeah. say nose and mouth my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Super weird. I don't know. I don't think... Do it again. Stand up next yeah. to him again. Oh, no, my nose and mouth. And then, like, put your put your hand on your nipple, Ross. Okay, hold on here. So I'll put my hand right there on my nipple. Yeah. See? It is. It's right at his mouth. Oh I thought it's right at his That's mouth. so true. Right? <laughs> like, if I, was la if I was lactating, right? Here's the great thing. If I was, if I was lactating... And Maury and Maury was my child, and Maury was hungry. We wouldn't even have like we could still go for coffee. We would just walk, right? Like there would be no yeah, there'd be no awkwardness because it just lines up. It just lines up perfectly, right? We could do things. Are you sure you yeah. don't want the dream daddy? Yeah, the dream daddy T-shirt. Yeah, no, just writes daddy on it. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And you know, Maury puckered his lips when he did that hey, when, no, he was, he when he was measuring. <laughs> Super weird. Just hoping. Yeah. All right, Super Michelle weird. says, uh, or asks this question. This is so stupid. Okay. If you are home alone. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you are home alone yeah. and heard a fart, yeah. would you laugh or would you be scared? Like, I'm assuming someone other than yourself's fart? Well, obviously. Oh, oh hold on a second here. So you're alone you at home. You are alone, alone. Oh, and you okay hear, now. And you hear a fart. Would you laugh or are you scared? Well, if I'm home alone and I hear a fart, I'm scared. Because why is a ghost or a boogie? I know, but then, like, could burglar? you imagine dealing with the psychological effects of being scared of a fart? Know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think I'm, Like, what do you say? Like, do you say... Like, do you hear the fart and then go, hello? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I know. what do you do? How do you react to, to a fart when you're all alone? Like, I, I would say I would laugh. I wouldn't be scared. I would be terrified. Because, like, whatever it is that's in the house mm -hmm. that's trying to scare me or whatever, like, you need to take care of your gas before you but what take if care it's of other a, business. But what if it's a person? That's what I mean. What if it's somebody who broke in and... Them climbing into your window caused yeah. them to fart. <laughs> like fix your gas before you bring it. Right. In the house. Here's why. This is why, Maury, you can never make more money than you do. Because I know, like a hundred percent, with how afraid you are of things, 
you could never live in a house the size of the house that Mocha lives in. Oh, I would never. I would be terrified. You'd be terrified <laughs> all the time. You, Dude, I live uh, in a small condo, and we <laughs> watch me. all the time. We watch murder documentaries yeah. or forensic files religiously. Yes. Yeah. And our rule is close the office door, close the bathroom door, check the door, leave the bat behind the door before we go to bed. Yeah, like I know. <laughs> leave if more- the bat behind the door. Yeah, <laughs> People right. were in the hall standing there because they were just checking their phone and that yeah. freaked us out what so much that we gonna, left are, the dryer pause door for one open. Second, pause for one second. What are you going to do if somebody gets into your house? We would use the bat to uh, at least to try. To do what? To do what? You're Honestly, dead. You're like, dead. All, no lying, if somebody broke in, I would just curl up in a ball and cry. Right, yeah. Yeah, or just just be like flirty with them, right? <laughs> Try and offer up something else. Do you want a massage? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure you don't want to be comfy yeah, for you, Alice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, but no, I I think that I mean I would be scared if I heard any human noise in the house that I like was, a burp, like a burp or a fart. This or, is why we will never live on a ground floor. No, this is why you can never have a basement, Maury. Oh, oh, that's true. You would never go down. No, not you a would, chance. Would, I would I would have them drywall where the door was. Yeah, you would never do laundry. Mm-mm. No. Uh, Cody asks, does damn it, Maury, wear tidy whities No, I do not. I wear boxers. Yeah. I tried tidy whities one. I don't like the feeling. Why? It's too tidy and... <laughs> and whitey? <laughs> <laughs> it's too tidy and too whitey. No, he doesn't. I wear uh, super tight underpants. Yeah? Yeah. Briefs, not even boxer briefs. Oh, I, I wear boxer I briefs. I don't mess around boxer briefs, no. I do straight up briefs. Like the Superman ones? What do you mean? Like the ones that have like characters on them, like Batman or Superman? <laughs> No, why would I do that? Oh, he's not a child. No, just like regular. They regular sell briefs. adult ones at H and M and stuff with Superman. I'm on them. not somebody's fetish more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what also, I mean? Also, why are you looking at those ones at H and M for? My yeah. husband wears them. He yeah. wears Superman tidy whities because I bought them for him. Did you just clo- did you just ask me if I wore the same underpants as your husband? No, I said, do you wear the Superman no, or the dude, Batman? You're one? super oh, weird. That's I, super you know weird. One of the weirdest man. things that Maury has given as a gift yeah. to me <laughs> years and years ago. What did he give you? He gave me a bottle of cologne, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is like real cool. Thanks, man. And he said, yeah, it's the same kind that Matthew wears. Weird too. That is a huge right? overstep. That is so bizarre, man. That is so bizarre. He Jumping to conclusion. The that is same so cologne that his husband wears. Yeah. Because I know it smells good. No, but you want mocha to smell like your husband. That's no, so weird. I like the smell. It's comforting to me. So I just wanted mocha. Like I wanted that smell to be here. Then why don't you wear it? Hey, that's a great idea. No, but seriously, stop goofing. Why don't no, you I don't wear know. it? Why, that, you, don't th- you don't understand how that's weird though? No, I that don't. That you give somebody the perfume that your husband wears? Well, doesn't it make it less weird if I don't find it weird? No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, Frank asks this question. Roz, yeah. is it true that you and Catherine met through Paris Hilton? Wow, this story got um, twisted around. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't meet through Paris Hilton. We were at a party yeah. um, where Paris Hilton was there the sort of like, um, I don't know, maid of honor of the party. And everybody, this is at the height of Paris Hilton, by the yeah. way. And everybody, the height of that's hot? Yeah. And everybody was clamoring around to try and become Paris Hilton's best friend. Uh-huh. And I really wanted nothing to do with her. And Catherine was also there and wanted nothing to do with her. And we sort of met at the back of this party while everybody was clamoring around to hang out with Paris Hilton. And then that's where we met. So yes, we met at a Paris 
Hilton party, um, but we were not uh, set up by Paris Hilton. Okay. Okay. FFL asks this. Are eyebrows considered facial hair? No. Yes. No. Because they're on your face. No. I would also agree with Roz. Yes, they're on your face, but it's not part of traditional facial hair. I think facial hair happens from like below the eyes all the way down. I see. I still think it's on your face, it's hair, it's facial hair. I think people have turned beards and mustaches into what's considered facial hair. So because it's on your face... You don't believe a word of anything you're saying right now. <laughs> you can't even just say like, what you want to say. Words, 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 words. <laughs> facial hair, facial hair. No, beards, mustache. No, i people letting me speak for so long. Okay. I'm like, when are they going to okay, well, start continue, talking? Continue, continue, No, because they're on your face. People forget they're there, so they don't put it under the same category as facial hair. But it is facial hair. No, it's you hair still on groom, your face. You still put cream on but, your eyebrows. But you it's still not, groom it's your not, eyebrows. Hold on a second here. You gotta like, man... It's not what any normal, sane human being would consider to be facial hair. When we say facial hair, we all know what we're talking about. If somebody said facial hair and then you went, eyebrows too, <laughs> you would, people would be like, okay, man, yeah, I guess eyebrows too, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, but I think because they're there, you don't do much with them, that it's not really talked about as facial hair, but it's still hair on your face, which is but facial nobody, hair. But I've never met or heard anyone nobody has ever to no. eyebrows as facial hair. Because you spend hair. more time oiling and, and shaving and doing other things to a beard or a mustache than you do with the eyebrows. So why but, don't you just shave your mustache, your eyebrows off then? Oh, because then you look weird. Well, you want to be clean shaven, don't I do, you? But I do um, wax the inside of my eyebrows. You do. How far do you go? No, but it's waxed, so she puts a strip and rips it off. Oh, do you do that, Mocha? You do that, right? You take no. care of the middle. The, I'll, like, tweeze. You tweeze. You don't yeah. wax, though. No, no, no. No, no, no I no. don't wax. I go to, while well, I, it's you part know, of the When haircut. I say, Maury, you wax, oh, that yeah. means, yes, you do. She does it, you, yeah. Yes, that's, yeah. What, that's what I mean. So we all agree facial hair? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll end on this. Yeah. Question comes from Aaron Brook. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people who thought that it was Mocha that says, let's do the news. Can he please say it so I can hear the difference? Oh, wow. Okay. So I find it really amazing that people still think that it's you that says, let's do the news. Even though I say, hey, Mocha, are you ready? And then you say, yes. I know. Because I get it. Mocha, are you ready? Yes, let's do the news. I could see how people could confuse that because he's doing the whole sentence. Oh, Like, yes, comma, let's do the news. uh, I'll tell you this. It was explained to me not that long ago why so many people think that you're the one that yells, let's do the news. Why? Because when on this show, where else on this show do I ever have that much energy when I do anything? or say anything. <laughs> That's true. Right? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why. That's how it was explained to me because I was talking to somebody and they were like, I thought Mocha did it forever. And I'm like, you're my friend. <laughs> you should know my <laughs> right? voice by now. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but you don't talk like that on the show ever. Uh, you don't yeah. ever yell something. If somebody's going to say something loud like that, it's going to be Mocha. Oh, it's not, not going to be you. And so that's why they, that's why they thought that. Uh, but Mocha, would you like to... You want to try it? Sure. Okay. This is for you, Aaron Brook. Okay. No, you have to do the sentence. But no, you got to go first. Oh, like what? You hey, Roz, say, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Flipsies. All right, yeah. ready? Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Roz, are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! See? So that was Mocha. Okay. Yeah. Which sounded a lot like me, which is weird. 
Uh, okay, and then I'll do it. So, okay. uh, hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! <laughs> no, that was you oh. again. <laughs> this is how people get way. screwed up, man. This is really how everybody <laughs> okay, gets okay, all okay, screwed okay. up, okay, dude. Okay, for reals now. For okay, reals now. okay. Right. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! Well, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maury. Shut up, Maury. <laughs> but no, I get it. I get it. But no, for once and for all, it is... Um, it's Roz, me, who says, who yells, let's do this. So then who the yells, show. it's Friday? Well, that, but that's why, because Mocha's the yeller on the show, right? Yeah. And so people know that that's Mocha, so they would just assume that everything that happens at that volume is uh, Mocha. Just like everything that's dumb, people just assume it's you. I could say something extremely dumb, and people will still go, Maury. Because they just, they don't, they don't expect that from me. <laughs> Every week you'll see us post on Instagram, at Kiss925. Uh, ask Roz and Mocha, that's where you uh, ask your question, and we'll get one of you to, to ask your question to us on the phone, yep. all right? Shout out to Cougar Boots and Chest Tubes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.